Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, starting in the bottom left and going American reading style, we have... Hey, y'all. I'm Oz. I'll be playing Talroth Oakenblade. What Elf Rogue? Hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm playing Fable Frost, Ice Genasi Sorcerer. And I'm Matthew, and I'm playing uh, Clever Stitch, the Tabaxi Arcane Archer. Now I'm Carlos. I'll be playing Frozen Fahrenheit, the half orc Tiefling Forge Cleric. Okay, welcome everybody. Um, so before we get started, uh, a few things to note. One, this is only our like third game using uh, some talking heads and, and webcams and Roll20. So please bear with us uh, for, for that. Also, this is a very big week for us. Uh, it kind of snuck up on us in the midst of all of... Uh, the world's events and all of those things, but this week is uh, our two-year anniversary. So, yeah. Uh, so, Random Encounter Productions. We started streaming on April second, twenty eighteen. So, we are for this week. Uh, we are doing D and D five E every night. We're playing a fifth edition. It is it is our game of choice. It is. Uh, old and home and 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 quite fun for us. So we're doing a few extra shows. Um, we've been trying to do shows every night. We've done some restreams, some rebroadcasts, and hosted some friends. Uh, but this week we're 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 live as live as we can be with you uh, every night this week. So tomorrow night, Tuesday night, we're going to have uh, disasters in danger night two. Uh, taking it back to our West Marches days when we would do two a week. Uh, that's not something we're going to make a habit of, but for now we're going to split the party in four and four and do some uh, some adventures in this forest. And then on Wednesday, we've got Star Chasers New Horizons, which is our D&D 5e Esper Genesis. That's the skin that we use, but it is still very much 5th edition. Uh, Sci-fi game. Uh, we have some specialty rules that we do there. It's one of our more experimental games. That's very exciting. Uh, Thursday night, we are going to do One Night in Wild Mount. Uh, very excited about that. We're going to do a one-shot in uh, the from the Explorer's Guide to Wild Mount. Uh, you know, we're we're all fans of Critical Role. We, we miss them. We're sad that they're not on Thursday nights. Uh, usually, we leave that night free for all our critter friends. But it is our actual anniversary, and so we're going to pay tribute to our uh, inspiration. So we're going to do that Friday night. I think we're doing midnight. I think we're getting down and dirty on uh, on Friday nights. Um, we're thinking about running like a limited run mini game. Um, so so probably a month or two. Um, Tell us, Cody, what is midnight? Okay. Well, midnight. Uh, I actually found out some more facts about midnight. Midnight is fun. It was originally published by Fantasy Flight Games games back in the early 2000s for third edition for 3.5 and uh, it was part of the setting contest that Eberron eventually won and what it is is uh, it's got a real simple elevator pitch it is Lord of the Rings if Sauron won um, that's that's it it's it's uh, it it is shamelessly Lord of the Rings inspired so the the dark god. There are no other deities. There's only the dark god. Instead of him being in the south, he lives in the north. 
Well, there you go. And uh, his name is Isrador. I-Z-R-A-D-O-R. How'd he get away with ga- with uh, that sort of license infringement? I don't know, but they did. So that is that is the name of, uh, of that. Orcs are bad. Uh, elves in, live in the forest in the west. Uh, dwarves live in the mountains in the east. Bunch of different humans in the middle. Um, halflings are around. Gnomes are around. But um, no half-humans. That is one of the interesting things about them. Uh, there are fey half-breeds. So elves and halflings can breed. And uh, dwarves and gnomes can half-breed. But uh, no, nobody can cross-breed with humans. Humans came from a different continent. So oh. they don't fit. Um, and the war is over. The, the third war ended. And a bunch of people got corrupted. And the bad guys won. And so now you are heroes in a, uh, in a desperate and dark land. Uh, that is full of magic, but bereft of hope and deities. So, a little, uh, there are a little different, but there's also a lot of uh, very clear, like Lord of the Rings references that are that are pretty fun. So, I'm thinking of adapting the. Um, I think it is Cubicle Seven, published Adventures in Middle Earth for Fifth Edition. It's a really cool uh, supplement. It's one of the things we're using our traveling rules for. So I'm going to be adapting some of that and bringing some of the old school second edition midnight stuff into second edition of midnight is 3.5 for the regular D&D crap. That's fine. Um, bringing that in. And then I think Swisser or myself, one of us is going to be doing a Dragon Age game on Saturday. And then Sunday is my birthday. And do we know what we're doing for that? No, we don't know. It's... That's something big and fun. It'll be fun. We're going to be doing giveaways this week. We're giving away that really big, fancy-ass uh, Norse Foundry dice tray. Should I oh, grab my... it? I can grab No, no, you're yeah, okay. I'll get, I'll get good photos of it later. You're good. It's also wrapped in the box. I can put a picture of it in the everywhere. Is it, um, is it the rainbow it, one? Yeah, it's the rainbow <laughs> one. It's fancy and huge and amazing. Um, and I'm very excited about it. Um, so we're going to be doing giveaways. We're going to be doing a sale in our shop on our merch. Um, we're going to try to put out maybe a new design on our on our threadless and stuff like that. So we're it's going to be a good time. But mostly what we want is all of you to come celebrate with us. So um, we're trying to keep those viewership numbers up this week. So tell your friends, have us on in the background. Bring everyone you know who likes D&D. That's going to be our birthday gift to Cody is good numbers and viewership. Yeah. It's free. That's all he wants. He's a simple man. You know. That's true. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it's a real big week. We're real excited. We're, um, we're all adjusting to life uh, in, through, the, through, the, through the webcams. Um, but we, we want to persist. And, you know, this channel is a, an amazing thing. It's done a lot of good for us and, and our friendships and communities and, and things like that. So we'll, we're trying to celebrate it and keep it going this week. So please, please, please um, share the news, spread the word, and let everybody know what's going on. Uh, so I think that's a big thing for announcements. Yes. Um, Junk Drawer Show, you guys are on tomorrow night. What time? We are. We usually uh, we try to log on anywhere between eight thirty or nine. Like last week, I think we went a little bit late. Um, but usually, if you check out our Instagram, um, we post on there when we're about to go live or what time we're trying to shoot for. Uh, it's anywhere between eight and nine. We try to shoot for eight thirty because it's that happy middle, and we can troubleshoot and all that jazz. So, but yeah, check us out if you're not checking anything else out. 
Sounds good. Um, and then I think that's all the creative stuff we've got going on right now. Everything else is kind of on hold. Yep. So, um, until... I cannot imagine why. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> Who knows? I haven't right. seen the sun in a week. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're essential. You have been outside. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking off like he's there because I like the illusion of us being at the table together. But Except really, you're looking the wrong way. Yeah. I, on my you're computer, looking. I'm looking the right way. Oh, that's gonna fuck with me. The camera <laughs> has like a mirror to you, so you know. Oh like, no! But like, oh no! This is my left hand, and I see it as my right. Oh hand. no! This is my right hand, and I see it as my right hand. This is my left hand, and I see it as my left hand. Yeah, but no. Yeah, my I, dyslexia kicking in then. I don't know. Oh, my head hurts. <laughs> yeah. No. Shit. Okay, well, you then, Mars. You're an essential person. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Benefit of me being at the end is I know everyone is that way. <laughs> nope. They're the nope. other way, Carlos. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Everyone is that way. See, his is right. His is normal. I'm seeing his camera the same way in both screens. It's just me. We're adjusting to life behind the camera still clearly yeah. right, well, how about this caitlin high five it worked though <laughs> it, it broke my brain because then I, then I had to think about hey if i wanted to high five that that means i had to go that way yeah yeah yeah, there you go. There you go. It's just you and me. I don't like it. this. So, if I point like that, no, oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. it's just me and Matthew. Not, it's not me. It's just me and Matthew that are backwards. Technically, I'm backwards too. I just already learned how to flip myself. Oh, well, uh, fuck you. I just did. I'm backwards too. Confusing how you guys. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Tonight is off oh. to a great start. <laughs> so, what, did, what as, did we do last week? <laughs> as long as your adventure doesn't depend on you guys picking the right path, you're going to be a-okay. You right. decide we'll the adventure. Words. We'll right. just use our words. It's yeah. fine. Right. <laughs> I picked the correct direction. Mm. <laughs> Modern problems. Modern solutions. <laughs> Last week, what did we do? Well, um, you guys had negotiated with Wyatt for a um, chess piece that should allow the haunted chess set, that uh, the cursed chess set that Saride had sold um, to Wyatt to be mm, hopefully not give her terrible, terrible dreams. Um, so fingers crossed on that just seems to be of working out. Then you guys set off on your journeying path. Um, we skipped some of the travel roles because we don't have you guys all together at the moment. So I'm just, we're, we're going to hand wave a little bit of that while we're not at the table together. I think we're going to see, um, but you did venture into the nearby forest and which you did encounter a small hive of giant wasps. Um, you encountered, I think it was like eight of them. Uh, they were very big. They had some dangerous stingers filled with a paralytic poison, which Clever Stitch became quite well acquainted with. Um, 
and then uh, and and those were the highlights. Uh, so you guys are on your way to assist. What is that young man's name? Um, 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 um. Why didn't I write it? Wait, no, I wrote it at the top. I wrote it down too. Oh God! <laughs> I did not write it down, and I'm not going to pretend like I did. I thought I did. Um. Believe it started with a T. I'm having trouble remembering the name. I remember there was a uh, uh, Wufa. Wolfa, yeah. yeah. Wolfa, I remember her. And like, ta- 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 Tavish! Thank you, Tavish. Meg. Tavish. Lufa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Meg. It was Tavish. You guys are lucky Meg saved you. You would have left shit. Tavish by yourself. Thank you, Meg. Holy left him shit. alone. She's, she shoves him at the party. No, no, he's coming with us. <laughs> <laughs> So Sarai yes. saves us even when she's not here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love her. So you guys are taking Tavish. Tavish had run a expedition uh, previously to a location deep within the forest um, that you uh, know has run into a couple of mm, less than stellar outings and that there is in the center of his expedition down within the depths a well and it seems to be haunted uh, is the simplest of terms Um, you guys have been traveling for I believe it was a five day journey to get there you're about a day away from the place where you're going and as you guys have been traveling you've probably asked Tavish exactly what his expedition was into and he lets you know that there was in the early days um, elves did well to hide their abodes within the different parts of the forest Occasionally, some of them lost to shifts between the planes. When they reemerge, there's always valuable information to be learned from them. We had run the initial expedition some months ago. The manor itself was filled. Valuable books, scrolls, old accounts, velvet tales. What was unsettling lied below. His distant gaze is unnerving at the best of times. He is always looking beyond the horizon, looking as though he can see something out there, something in the direction that you all are going. As you're traveling, 
and you expect to see this manor within the next day. Is there anything in particular you guys would like to do? Just in any downtime we have, uh, probably trying to learn how to play that little card game that I picked up in the Wizard's Tower. Okay. Uh, probably getting treasures help to kind of figure it out. More than likely turning to strip poker and I lose my pants. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good. I like to think Fable accidentally comes across that one night and just... Well, you'll see Tauroth sitting there cross-legged, but then somehow Tauroth's pants are on Treasure's horns. She she looks she looks like the kind of person who would be freaked out by that, but she looks up and down and goes, Well, I've seen better at the circus, but not sitting there so proudly with it. You lose a game. Well, uh, still trying to learn how to play the game, so, uh, so I mean, well, well, I don't know the rules. And I'm, at this point, I'm pretty sure Treasure doesn't know the rules either, so I'm pretty sure she's just making the whole damn thing up. It feels like you're both winning to me. And she winks at them and walks away. <laughs> Good. Anything else? Um... Uh, I just kind of want to... Because Wolfa... Please remind me. Wolfa is... Her friends are the ones that are missing, right? Past Correct. The, okay, so... Um, did she ever adventure with them? Yeah, she did. Um, I believe it was... One of them was her brother. And she had um, two other human adventurers that she would travel with. You get the feeling from talking with her that Wolfa is the more experienced uh, okay. of the of the foursome. And so she took a job that they just weren't quite qualified for. Uh, uh, and that's why she was away from them and away from their group when they set about this expedition. Um, so you, you suspect it wasn't anything. It at least didn't have the um, trappings mm-hmm. of an extremely dangerous job. Uh, they seem to be seasoned adventurers at the very least. Uh, her and her brother came from a military life back in the um, Republic's army. Okay. So they they are... She's very kind of soldiery by nature, um, and you can see the remnants of that, although she has embraced the freedoms afforded uh, an adventurer's lifestyle uh quite heartily so um, yeah but if there's any specific questions you have for her now is a, uh, that was a good no, time it, yeah no I was just kind of talking to her about um, about about the other adventurers and um, <clears throat> trying to see if she will become less annoyed with us as a group um, yeah roll an insight check alright uh, let's see oh good Inside is a fifteen. Okay. Uh, as as you're asking her and and trying to encourage her to, you know, be more friendly with you guys, she is she's quite stern and very much like a no sort of uh, sort of wolf up. But you do get the feeling that um, she doesn't dislike you. She actually, um, she actually likes you guys probably fine. You just, whenever 
she's distracted by the the not seeing her friends. Yeah. And it is a um is she stern with you because she's focused on finding that. And there's yeah. there's a lot of your uh rougher edges, let's call them, that remind her of her oh. own her own brother and her own uh party and friends and stuff like that. Fair so enough. And then is she she's not like gonna come into the well with us is she that is um well do you want her to that's currently not her intention okay no i don't think so i i i would i would prefer i would tell her um if you could um please keep please keep an eye on uh tavish while we're in there i think he might be able to use some company while uh, adventuring down in the the depths of whatever it is that's down there. Good. Yes, I will do this, and once you all have finished, I will set about to the mountains. If I don't see you within what day or two, yeah, I'll just assume that, that you're dead and leave the crazy man to himself and. Sounds about right. Good. Don't die. Oh, it's a long way back. I'm sure going to try not to. Yeah, tell him that again, please. We've had Listen, problems. I, I have never died. I have just... I have watched you take very long, very convincing, dangerous naps twice now, and I don't care for it. You know, us cats just like to nap. There's a reason that they're called catnaps. We Nine, take, you're down. You're take, down to seven. We take we take our naps very seriously, and they are um, random. You're down to seven. <laughs> They're random. She has she has a list somewhere, a scrap of paper somewhere that's like clever stitches, lives remaining, and she's like crossed <laughs> off to one of them is like in the wizard's tower, the sticks, <laughs> and one of them is like fucking wasps, like, and she's just like making a note. <laughs> also, yeah. um. Could I... What was this NPC's name? I forget. I apologize. The woman. Wolfa. Wolfa? Wolfa. During the travels, um, when she's alone, I would like to try to um, kind of, like, sit with her at the fire and, like, ask for stories about her party and, like, try to show her how I preserve them in ice and, like, craft a little, like, and and, because that's what I like to do is, is stories are nothing without people to remember them and I'd like to take care of yours. Make a persuasion check. Pookie. Oh. Ugh, that one's gone forever. Not getting it back right now. <laughs> no. Um, I'm, I'm persuasive. I'm not that persuasive. I'm not persuasive. Uh, six. <laughs> Fuck. We remember the dead. They're not dead. Not until I find their bodies. And she backs away politely. Yep. Yep. She does not find that an acceptable frame of of uh, conversation. So. And Fable goes and cries in the corner all night. <laughs> oh, Fable's crying in the corner already. Now oh, it's a D and D game. It's it's only been five minutes. It's five minutes. Fable's already crying. Disney princess problems. This is how the movie opens, okay? I throw myself dramatically onto the ground by the fire and just sob. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. When you guys make camp that night and you set up with the rest of your team your normal um, watches for the evening, the forest so far has been it's springtime. It's, it's lush, it's green, it's filled with life, and uh, the evenings are uh, filled with the, the hoots of owls and, and the rummaging of you know, squirrels and other small rodents, raccoons, things like that, searching for, for food coming out of the long winter months. Um, so the five moons overhead casting a decent amount of light, but the heavy canopy of the forest does obscure most of it. It is a dark evening, to say the least. But even as you're keeping watch within the last two hours of daylight that you had just traveled, you began to notice that some of this place hadn't quite returned. Um, it still felt like early spring or, or maybe even late winter. Some of the trees hadn't regrown uh, their leaves yet. Um, many of them are still sort of barren from from the frozen months there's more dead wood and dead underbrush than you guys had seen in the entire uh, previous four days of, of journeying um, the knife night passes seemingly without incident and in the morning you guys awaken with a low-hanging mist sort of over the over the ground. It's about a foot or two. Um, so when you wake up in your bedrolls, uh, those of you not in tents, if you were sleeping by the fire or you took the last watch, uh, you've seen sort of this fog sort of roll in. And when you stand, uh, you can see it keeps to the to the floor pretty pretty well but while you could look down and maybe see your own feet you couldn't see the feet of a person next to you um, it is that type of thick the science side of me would like to say this is some dry ice fog y'all this it stays low this is some <laughs> science shit because real fog is up and all over the place, and dry ice fog is like, poof, the ground. Could you, could you imagine if some ghost was over by the well, just spewing out dry ice now? <laughs> so, is there anything in particular you guys would like to do this morning before you set out? Um, uh, let's see. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say I cast mage armor. Okay. Yep. And as we're traveling, I'll just take a few minutes and just kind of sketch out maps of where we are, where we're going. Just kind of keeping that up. Good. Um, do we want? Do we want one of us to scout ahead? Um, any like not very far ahead because I don't want to split the party. Um, but like twenty, thirty feet. 35 feet, something like that, to be ahead, because I, I can. Um, I'm not the best at looking for things, but I'm pretty quiet. I can give it a shot. 
That's all kind of peel off a little bit, start kind of going a little further ahead, making my way through the underbrush, trees, and all that. Okay. Um, anything I should roll or? Yeah, roll me a stealth check. All right, so before doing that, just throwing my hood on. Mm hmm. That's a 23. Okay. Yeah, you actually use the fog to your advantage. You you get low into a crouch and begin moving quietly through the underbrush. There are um, very, very few creeks or, or crushes of leaves or, or frozen ground. You, at most, would, would sound like a, a squirrel that had wandered into the wrong area. Um, you can make me a perception check as well as you as you go. That's 21. Nicely done. Um, you keep a steady watch in front of the party throughout most of the day. And by the midday hours, most of this fog has completely dissipated. Um, it is only in the parts of the forest that never see daylight that are there's probably like a frozen wisp of them the same way that um, the shadowy sides of a, of a mountain still keep frost uh, long into into the spring um, one thing you do notice Talroth is that there are very few or no uh, animals or birds that sort of lively chatter and the world blossoming back to life that the rest of the forest has experienced in, in this late spring um, is not present. It is eerily distant. Um, and it's something that gives you all a bit of pause. However, Tavish has now, like a man possessed, just continued to walk on towards the um, could I try a manor. could I try a nature check to maybe see how long uh, how long it's kind of been like this or sure yeah I'll allow it yeah make a nature check dirty 20 okay um, for for this level of sort of abandonment you suspect Mm, between four and eight weeks. So this is all recent. Or yeah, relatively it, recent. Relatively recent, yeah. Um, it looks like there were still probably like some some rodents, some birds, some things like that. But um, uh, two months ago was like the beginning of spring. And you get the feeling if things didn't improve here, that's that's at least why the wildlife abandoned. Um, it also does sort of line up with the time frame of Tavish's previous um, two expeditions. So they would have been within those two months, maybe three or four. But uh, his his first excursion here was relatively recent. Um, and then Tavish will we had talked about um, Tavish staying at the camp. Was that... Was, was it... 
he was going to stay at the mansion or was he going to be staying somewhere else? He was going to lead you to um, to the manor. And he was going to stay outside of it. All right. Uh, can I'm, uh, I would first like to grab him. And then second, uh, Wolfo, do you mind um, holding him as oh. I try and grab him? Yeah, yeah. You when you grab him, he he snaps out of it. Oh, he's not. Okay. Yeah. He, so he is. He seems um, overly focused, or or like I said, possessed. Only when something isn't immediately addressing him. When he's sort of left to his own devices, he he just sort of thousand yard stares away and just sort of you know keeps keeps going. Well, he seems normal. That's, yeah. That seems totally fine. Yeah. Did this happen this morning when the fog rolled in, or was this yesterday during travel as well? He's been a little creepy the whole travel time, but he has yeah, been but... exceptionally creepy today. Fair. Can I? Weird question. Mm-hmm. Can't down on near the fog and kind of like cast ice crystals into it and see if it does anything weird, like if it acts like normal water fog, because elements um oh my god <laughs> nature check i don't know sure make a nature check sure like uh, can i try to assist her with that when i see what she's doing please? Ooh. uh sure Go for it it. did not roll badly but that's okay 18 18 18 plus 18 plus 2 18 dirty 20 other than being very thick um, it doesn't seem to have a weird magical reaction okay. uh, to to anything. Um, yeah, I don't right. know. Uh, Tavish, um, yes. I, I thought you wanted to stay away from the manor. Uh, yes, that's right. I do. I have to clean my bone. Yeah, and he, he sort of vaguely starts shifting back to his bag to pull his, his worn femur out and begin uh, uh, cleaning it again. Now now that we know where what if you and Miss Wolfo go back to the camp that we set up? We should set camp within eyesight of the manor. Uh... Should we? I I understand. How about this? How about you and Miss Wolfa stay at the camp that we had last night, and we will set up camp here because you are our wonderful benefactor, and you have to stay safe. And we, your willing protégés, will stay here in the line of fire without you. So that you're safe. All for you. <laughs> but how will I know if you die or live? How about this? We will uh, check in. How how long was the walk from where we just uh, Cody? Stop leaning towards the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Just look up! Oh god! <laughs> how far of a how far of a walk was it from where we set camp to here? 
so you haven't laid eyes on the manor just yet. You suspect you're about six hours uh, oh. between previous camp and, and manor. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it was, it was like a day. It was like most of the day of travel. So. But also, to be fair, how are you going to know if we live or die if we're inside anyway? Like, do you have a sense? Can I you tell? He, I think he thinks it will come out of the well all dead. Like. Yeah. He may not be wrong. You're over he here. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't really acknowledge you. He just sort of ponders about it, and then looks like he wants to start walking again. All right. Well, how about this? You will set up. We will set up your base camp about two hours away, or now a thirty-minute walk, and then every night one of us will come, be like, "Hello, we're not dead," and then if if we don't come back for four days, then you say, okay, I think they died. Time to go home. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a nice wall. It is, and it will be one that we will cherish at the end of every day of the trip. Yes. Good. All right, let's keep walking. As you guys get um, to that thirty-minute place, when you when you <laughs> as you guys get to um, to about eye shot of of the manor, you see that the forests have um, thinned out. They they never really recovered from winter. The trees and the wood are looking uh, drier, deader um, than what they had been previously, and at I shot um, Tavish pauses and he for the first time sort of breaks eye contact with um, with the manor and as you guys can see it now it is very much elven in design um, it has sort of the likes of um worn wood and grown. It is uh, very sort of homey in that respect. However, what was probably lush browns and a vibrant in color once is now sort of the dead ashen gray of, um, of winter rot. And the uh, shingles on the roof, the house looks like it's like two stories. It sits on a small hill uh, with trees had had sort of come up on it. Um, I'm gonna say like a Florida hill, not like a uh, more, not like a more prodigious hill. We're talking like not mm. like a so not like a, a real hill, hill. Yeah. like <laughs> a, a hill that people in Flatlands convince themselves is a landscape shit. Hey, twenty third in in elevation variation. So oh, we're, we're not having that fight again. <laughs> not near. Not nearly as flat as other places, but still pretty flat. So yeah, it's not a big hill by by any means. Um, one of the things that you guys can can see is um, it is old elven in design. Um, so Ride would probably know that it has uh, some some Eldrin elements to it. 
Um, so there, there, yeah, there, there are some aspects of it along those lines that are that are very interesting. Um, it seems in the bigger supports of the house were probably like trees that were grown into uh, places. So like on the corners, there are sort of oaks that, that set up the foundation of the building. But then there is also worked wood um, that has been harvested probably of nearby trees. It does have kind of a porch. It's a, it's a two-story house, kind of a wide manor uh, set up. And there is a fence around it and each of sort of the fence posts where it is a grown thicket uh, rather than a something of iron or or worked of metal and when Tavish sees it and he sees that the gate is closed um, he breaks his eye contact and looks at you all says I think this is a good place for me to stay. That's not how I left it. Now, what do you mean, Tavish? Uh, what do you mean that ain't how you left? When you're running for your life, you don't stop to close the gate. I mean, maybe you know, it was the wind. Uh, I mean, that is a very fair point on both you and the kitty cat's part. But, uh. When you were running for your life there, uh, did you happen to see what was chasing you? The manor had been bereft of life. We'd done our inventory from the top floor down, working through the spaces. The first time we entered the basement, we found that there was a wider foundation. Down there was the well like a small wading pool it naturally tapped into an underground source crept up the edges you could tell where the baths had been placed the stones for heat the buckets for drawing water our detect magic had told us that there was more down below I shone the light, standing at the edge of the bath. Saw the glint and glimmer of armor, coins, weapons. I had thought them to be empty. But soon they moved. The flesh of those trapped within. Braid. Nauseous smells began to fill the air as the water bubbled and churned. They swam to the surface, their numbers mighty. There was something compelling them. Screech, scream, an unholy abomination. The adventurers that we'd brought set about removing them much the way adventurers do zombies ghouls or gas but when their arms lopped off when their heads 
came from their body, they continued to move. They continued to claw, bite, and drag, drag them down, down the water. When next we came, the house was colder. I tried to tell them the priest that we'd brought priest of Metrocara she wanted to sanctify the house that the promise of treasure was too great for the rest of her body they rushed downstairs I listened from the stairs first it seemed to be going well then the screams came the gurgling and then I felt the cold dead hand on my shoulders they wanted me to drown with them so I ran. The whole way. The groans chasing me. That's about all Tavish has to offer. He puts my entire running away from home story in stark perspective. I'm never complaining about it ever again. <laughs> Holy fuck! What was that? I, and, uh, as he was kind of talking about the layout of the house, I would have been kind of quickly just sketching like a little map of, okay, this many rooms and then basement. So just kind of getting those details and then just stopping just, oh, oh, shit. She, Fable just instinctively slides a little closer to Sozin. You know, the cleric. Is like, yeah, I, I get on the other side no. of Sozin. <laughs> All right. So this is your thing, right? Not exactly, but you know what? Uh, Lie to me. Lie to me right now and tell, tell me it's your thing. Yeah, it's, it's 100% my thing. Like, it's Thank something you. that I handle all of the time. Like, okay. undead is is nothing around me. Tavish, I think that this is a good as place as any. Even, even if you want to take take a few steps back and go further away than you are right now, to not make yourself any more uncomfortable. Um, I th- thank you for the information. Um, he. he- he nods and begins to back away. You notice that he doesn't take his eyes off the house. Um, and as he does, he'll even sort of turn and maybe like sidewalk, but he like refuses to not be looking in its direction. And what you had perhaps thought was him being like possessed, you now realize is just his psyche uh, having been traumatized. The idea of the idea of looking away from that place yep. is uh, is just something he can't do. Yep. Uh, 
um, he, he, he does back up and as he is going, he, he stops and sort of without shifting his head, he'll kind of eye or without shifting his eyes, he kind of shifts his head towards clever stitch and, and lets you know there should be a servant's entrance or something into the basement around the side. I didn't have the chance to find it. But back portion of the house is built into the hill. I I'm sorry. And then he he continues to back back away. Um, I'm sorry I don't have more information to offer. And then he'll grab grab Wolfa and be like please please keep your eye on him and keep him safe from himself. Yeah, of course. I just um all right. You, you can tell that she um, she knows what you're asking her to do is important, but she's she's also suddenly like she's a little creeped out too um, with with everything that's happened. And she's like she she wants to offer to go with you guys, but at the same time she knows what you're asking her to do is important. Mm-hmm. And she's and and also she's not like like she's got her own stuff to worry about yes she's not super keen on on risking her life right now but she does want you guys to come back like like yeah. it's it's yeah. a big th- so so there's a little conflict in her there and um wolfa is not a terribly sly person nor is she trying to obfuscate this in any way like it's it's easy to read her body language and her um yeah her demeanor Tavish gets a little further back and he, near one of the bigger trees that have sort of lined this this path up here, and you see him sort of put his back to it and and settle in, um, and sit down. and And so Wolfa will will go over and she kind of starts setting up a camp. Somebody um, get him a hot blanket, and like a, like a, a big heavy blanket and a cup of cocoa, like they do our traumatized victims in cop shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of uh, talk, grab those in, and just kind of start walking over towards the gate, just to start kind of checking it out. So and- what I what I would like to do is this um, for tonight and tomorrow. I suggest one of you uh, go through the front gate. One team goes through the front gate and inspects the greater portion of the house, as the evidence has become clear that whatever was down in the well has begun to work its way up. And the other team uh, attempt to find the the basement entrance, the catacomb entrance, and then address the well itself. Do we have uh, uh, group preferences? I know we have at least two people in chat who are on tomorrow, um, and we could all discuss and vote and figure out who, who wants to go where. I yeah. think that we might be better suited to the basement. Yeah, especially because the other group has two flying characters who can fly up and down the well if they need to, and we don't have that here. No, we well, we would be the ones going. Oh, forward. I thought those are two. Sorry, you are correct. Yeah, yeah. well, just because the house, but I think that I don't know. I don't know. You have the cleric, and most of you wanted the cleric to be on the the group that the went undead group. 
Well, there's you I suspect it's all there's undead. it's all undead. It's all undead all all day long. So, yeah. but uh, maybe but maybe he can bless something. I don't know. Can he? How long does it? Hey, how long does it take you to make holy water? Just by the way, or oil to coat weapons in? That is a good question. How long does it take to make holy water or oil? It's can like you, an hour ritual, right? Can you make that with your um, cleric? Uh, domain thing? Oh, if I have the components. Good question. Because for out. some reason I feel like it specifically mentioned holy water. Mm-hmm. On magical just... item that must include some metal. Ah, yeah. Never mind. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I was hoping you'd be able to like coat someone's weapons or like holyfy someone's sword in each uh, group. I could, but that is the ability that I gave Clever Stitch a plus one with. That is, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I was just but, checking. Uh, do I have holy weapon? No, that's a way higher level than. Yeah, yeah that's like a level four, level, y'all. Or fourth level, yeah. Level four. Um, but I mean, like, if we, if you are able to, and I know Cody's looking this up, but um, if you're able to craft holy water or holy oil somehow, then we could coat our weapons with that and even if it's not even if it doesn't make it a magic weapon it might like oh, make it I, I prepared why did I prepare this this is a bad thing about doing things in a while ago and then not remembering things um I prepared yeah I prepared uh, protection from good and evil oh okay and it protects people I can only do it on one. It's a ten-minute concentration, and it can uh, protect you from aberrations, celestials, elementals, faith, you know, undead. Yeah. Um, I wonder if I cast it at a higher level. No, nope, it's the same regardless. Okay. So yeah, I can protect one of us for ten minutes. I also have turn on dead. Nice. Which I can only do once. At this I feel like. Level. If we're talking about making like a little flask of holy water, uh, yeah, just double checked in the books. Uh, cleric or paladin may create holy water by performing a special ritual, takes an hour, uses 25 gold worth of powdered silver, and requires the caster to expend a spell slot of first level. I mean, we have the gold, but, um, we do not necessarily have it in powdered silver form. And also, I, wonder, I can take my. Can I take my smith tools and take twenty-five silver pieces and like crush them? Yeah, twenty-five gold. Twenty-five gold worth of silver pieces is two hundred and fifty silver pieces. Yeah, well, that's fine. We, do you have that can, many silver pieces? Well, I mean, I've, I have. I had been con- well, actually, no. I guess I hadn't been converting this. Um, no, that's a lie. I had been. Um, okay. Um, that's right. As of right now, we have fifty-two. Roll me a roll me a percentile. Who's going to... And it, uh, those, in, those in can, or, or whoever wants to. Somebody. All right. Forty-one. 
41. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay. So I will say you do have enough components uh, to make a bottle of holy water or holy oil. Your choice. So one hour and, and a first level spell slot. You have enough to make what? I would do the oil because you can coat a weapon with it. Okay. Then the oil it is. Yeah, no problem. We'll spend a spell slot and the hour to create some holy oil. Okay. Yep. So you guys are taking taking the hour. Uh, is this the team that we are planning on uh, heading downstairs? I think so. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. And if nothing else... We I we might be able to do I know that the other team will have Ciroc and he can pick locks, but if we have to like pick our way into getting into the basement, I think that this would be the group for that just because Talroth and myself are both here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to go about it. So, uh, so I think yeah, let's go to the basement. Okay. Got it. Yeah. yeah. One thing that I wanted to do was start taking a closer look at that gate that Tavish was talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe borrowing those in. Like, hey, uh, something he said kind of didn't settle right with me. Uh, talking about uh, him hauling ass away from this place and that gate was open when he left. You think maybe uh, this is just, I don't know, maybe stitches right amidst the wind? Uh, I just kind of want to be careful. You want me to check it out? Like, yeah, I figured the two of us go check it out. I mean, hell, maybe it's trapped. I don't know. Uh, maybe it could just be the way it's built and it just springs back or uh, uh, help. Okay, please. Um, it, it doesn't take both of you. It's actually okay. pretty, it's actually pretty clear to see. Um, Tauroth, when you get up near it, so the gate is um, grown ironwood. In in a very um, in very dense, beautiful pattern that allows you to see through, but nothing more than than maybe like up to a wrist. You'd have to have very thin arms to get to get up to an elbow um, through here. There are no thorns on it really, um, but it is to touch it. You can tell it's a very dense, very sturdy. Um, wood, so like iron wood or something like that. And um, just looking at the locking mechanism, Tauranoth, because you are so proficient in those things, you can tell that it, this gate has been locked. It's been shut and and locked. So this require this is more than wind. This required the act of hands. And, um, and, and mental wherewithal to, to think that locking a gate was a thing that needed to be done. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's Fable's thought, what I can express. Um, yeah, I, would so, quiet, I would quietly let everybody know, making sure Tavish doesn't hear that, just to not freak mm-hmm. him out. So yeah, whatever no. we're dealing, so whatever exactly. we're dealing with not only likes it a, a tidy home with a closed gate, 
but um, is smart enough to think about something like that, so not just like a rambling skeleton. Um, that's not comforting. I, 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 what I'm hoping is that there's just some vaguely hive mind ghost, and the ghost is like the ghost of the previous tenants. So just They're, going through the motions. Yeah. Or like they got they got upset because somebody tried to steal their gold and so blur, but now they're still just closing gates and tidying up after themselves. That is a, a, a positive outlook on things. Uh, listen, what you have to, or else the next pounce will be right there before you know it. So you have to keep positive. Um, <laughs> Um, so I, I think we'd be careful, but I also think that, yeah, we should go in expecting there to be some sort of vaguely sentient thing. It's not just, uh, it's not just mindless zombies and dead, drowned people. Or at least, if it's just going through the motions, we can offer to help it clean up, and maybe it'll leave everyone alone. We have seen ghosts that have been stuck in loops, and we've just been nice to them, and they just play chess, and they're fine. And not even just that, but the the people that tried to stab us in that um, just leave them alone. And the ones holding up the demon rope. Yep. Oh yeah, we helped them. We were so helpful. We have helped ghosts before. Let's use that and let them know we're nice people. Exactly. Um, no, we will not play chess. Um, Listen, I, I thought it went fine. She looks great. Her skin is glowing. You got the piece back. It's a good adventure. Everything's fine. It's fair. Um, who who wants the uh, the holy oil? I honestly, I think Calroth should have it. Uh, if I have to, I have magic arrows. I think oh, yeah. I not need it. I am okay. Yeah, I ain't got much in terms of magic. That was not yeah, my strong yeah. suit. All right, yeah. maybe we give that to Calroth. Agreed. Especially because we've lasts... dealt with things that need magic weapons, and he's yes. kept not having anything <laughs> helpful. For how long is the holy oil? It's ten minutes now. Sorry, Sage, I, I lost all of what you just said. The holy oil. Is it it's ten minutes? One an hour. hour? One hour. Oh. Okay. The the oil? I think yeah, it lasts it lasts for I think a minute. Um oh. It's in the PHP. Do any of you have that handy? Yes I do. I've got it. It's right here. You got it. I literally have it on this shelf. Oh shit! Everything's fine. Ha ha! Prepared. All right, Paige, Matthew, go. Um, I'm on it. Oh, of course you are. No. Would it just be treated as a holy water flask? Yeah, because mm-hmm. the the PHB only lists holy, holy water. Holy water. So what does that list- say? That's an action. It's one action. And it's to throw it. You it throws it into batteries and does five feet splash. Mm. Has two d six radiant damage. Um, 
So I think we treated it with the same kind of rules as the holy weapon bell, just a one-time use, though. Holy no, is, is way too strong. Holy oil, Harvey. Thank you, um, Google. Yeah, we're all on our um, infinite, not uh, infinite uh, knowledge. Uh, yeah, uh, the yeah, the infinite information machine right in front of you. <laughs> so, so here's what I'm gonna say. It, it, it lasts for a minute. It makes it uh, magical for bypassing um, resistances and deals an additional D4 to undead. Just gonna make it up and put it right there. And Someone said using the rules of shape water as a cantrip to coat the weapon is a good base. So it depends on... Let me see what we've got. We are here for... C- come for the D&D, stay for the weird spell research. Yay! Watch us hey, Google you know things. What? Sometimes you gotta... You gotta kind of like... Look up stuff. Or darkness. It lasts. Yeah, and I I just made a quick note for myself. Um, magic weapon Oil. plus one four damage to undead. Last one minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh. All right, so what are you guys up to? Me too. It is not. I'm, I'm checking the DMG. Yeah. I don't think um, it is, but... Let's, According um, to Reddit. Yeah. Um, I guess let's see about trying to find a... Um, a... Back entrance? Okay. Uh, so that servant's entrance that he was talking about? Uh, perhaps we go around to Telroth. What if you and I sneak forward a little bit, and then once we scout out where it is, we can bring our friends? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. At least two of us can keep quiet about Well, quiet. Yeah. Chosen table, are you okay with that? Yeah, this is okay with me. I I don't think I'm the quietest person in the world. Well, I, I if we're if we're gone for more than ten minutes, I'm going to assume you've died again, and I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ex- ex- think, expect me to have taken a cat nap. Mm-hmm. Come with a uh, healing potion in hand. She has the list of stitches, close calls, catnaps, whatever. She's scratching out titles. Uh, she's ready to cross off number six. She's All ready. Right. So, Taroth and Stitch will go scouting around first, uh, trying to stealthily check out where the servant's quarter, side entrance, whatever it might be. Okay. Um... 
having looked at some of the other like oils and things, uh, I'm going to say it's just a plus one uh, against undead. Or is there a holy weapon um, spell? For yeah, it's, like a, is, it's like a fifth level spell or something like that. I mean, holy aura is an eighth level spell. Xanathar, is there something in Xanathar's that is along yeah. those lines? It um, it's a bonus action to cast, and you uh, it does two d eight radiant damage on hit. It lasts for an hour. It emits light, um, and if it isn't already a magic weapon, it becomes one for the duration. Um, and then you can do extra shit with it. But Crap. Yeah, that is a big fifth level yeah. spell. Yes. Yeah, well, because like you can <laughs> you can dismiss the spell as the bonus action, and when you do so, it the weapon bursts with radiance, and things have to make con saves and. Take extra mm-hmm. damage and become blinded. Like, all right, let's just go with what we originally. Yeah. I think. I think the D four. No, just D yeah. four. Just a D four. No pluses. Yeah. Um, D four against undead and bypasses resistance. It is. It is magic. Cool. Um, that that seems like a first level spell. Yes. Effect. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so you guys begin scouting. Uh, you can see that the manor sort of is built into that back part of the hill not much of a of a backyard and while the hill face is pretty steep on the backside it, it would be difficult to kind of climb up and and onto um as you guys are searching around let me have perception checks from tauroth and clever stitch That's a 22 for me. A 14. Okay. Um, as you guys are searching, you're able to find um, out of sort of the... You guys would be coming in from the east. So on the southern side of the hill, um, there is overgrown in sort of dead grass and, and the, the some vines kind of hanging in there. And it looks like a bit's been kind of filled in with dirt. Um, does look like there is another gated entrance into what is sort of the stone core of this, um, of the foundation upon which the, the manor is built. Uh, the other thing that you guys see as you're walking around is there are some tracks of um, those or Tauroth, you rolled high enough to notice that there are some tracks of people that seem to have um, walked around or surveyed the area. You don't know how recent they are. If you want to get any more information on those, I'll take a survival check. Um, All right. Survival. 14 total. Um... I'm going to say the the tracks are relatively small. They're humanoid. Uh, looks like they are. You, they're heavier than you would think they should be for the size and shape of the foot. It reminds you of of elven tracks, but it looks like they're normally elves are fairly lithe and even um, even the hardiest among them, as you would know, are 
light on their feet. Um, but these elves are sort of stomping and dragging, and and their their feet are. That's what it looks like to you. Are um, leaving much more of an impact than you would have normally expected. Bro, those are zombies. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, this, uh, that, that don't look good to me. Ooh. Ah, boy. Yeah. All right, so we at least have this here, but, uh, I don't know. You think that's, you think that that's the one we're looking for? That's going to be that back entrance? It seems like it could be. Um, is there, is there like, is it like cellar doors or is it like, a hole in the floor. So yeah, cellar, so sort of a cellar door. Yeah, a cellar door. Not not quite at like a complete angle, but similar sure. to cellar doors. You 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 expect there to be a little bit of a staircase, and yeah, uh, that's why it's kind of grown over with grass and and dirt and stuff. Sure. Um, can we? Can I? Um, can we listen at the cellar door and like check it for? traps and see if it's locked before our friends get here. Yeah, absolutely. Make an investigation check. I want... You might be better at this than me, so I can assist you. Uh, investigation, I'm at a plus two. I'm I'm at the same. Well, you take lead, I'll assist. Alright. Um... An 18. Eight. Yeah, an 18 to, like, investigate it, look for traps, look for mm-hmm. lock. Uh, so there is a lock on it. It does not appear to be trapped. Um, looks to be a um, pretty... It's a similar ironwood, like, door system, and the gate and the key is kind of grown on there. So while it is not, um, while it is not trapped, it is a, mm-hmm. it's going to be a difficult lock to pick. Um, yeah. Just from the, it's not a normal iron lock, mm-hmm. um, and the lock that was like grown into place. So the key for it is very specific. Um, it is, it is going to be a difficult lock to pick. Gotcha. Uh, tell off. I believe you purchased something just for this occasion recently. Yes, I did. All right then. Mm. How about it? Do you have lockpicks, or do you yeah. still need to borrow? I was sure to pick up sir last time we were in town. All right. All right. So, okay. And this would be with dexterity. Yes, please. All right, so okay, so I rolled a seven on the die. Okay, but it's a, it's a total twenty-one. Okay, twenty-one is uh, twenty-one does not get it. Uh, it is you can tell that there's a part to the lock is deeper in there um, than what your what your modern lock picks can reach. 
um, you're having it. So it's an extremely deep, thick lock. It's a DC of 25. Um, I will allow you to try one more time with disadvantage if you would like. Other than that, you're going to have to smash it. All right. I'll... Yeah, yeah, because I, I have a, I'm also proficient, however, I'm not nearly as good as you. Um, I think, and I'm sure I would have disadvantage too, so I believe in you, I think that's what people say. <laughs> it's like this. No, yeah. well, let's see if, uh, well, let's see if these tools end up doing the job. I mean, oof. just take a deep breath. Disadvantage, right? Correct. Nineteen. Okay, I will give you a choice mm-hmm. because you, because you're close and you do have your gloves, um, and it's an it's a non traditional lock. You can uh, was nineteen the better of your two rolls? Uh, the that was with disadvantage. The nineteen was the lowest. Uh, the higher of the two rolls would have been a 27 because it was okay. a natural 13 plus the 14 right. for the yeah cool i'll let you take the 27 if you you're going to basically sacrifice this set of thieves tools and break them in there in as you unlock it hey, uh, stitch yeah so i think i can force it through but i'm probably losing this like, I don't know. What do you think? Is it worth breaking? Is it worth losing the tool, or should we just have to get to- get those and smash it? I think that it would be worth it. I have a I have a set of these tools that I can use if we run into anything else that's locked later. Uh, I I would I would rather us have the element of surprise if we can. I I will buy you a set of thieves tools next time we're in a town. Uh, those will be like the third or fourth set I've gone through already, but <laughs> click. <laughs> I'll snap them off. Okay. So you get them in there. You you had gotten you had felt the tumblers. You had caught all the tumblers except for uh, except for the deepest one. You realized there was another one. You're when you're working on that furthest pin. You realize that it's like a two piece pin. You're having to press forward and press down at the same time. And you're lucky that you have your gloves because you're just barely holding the last like centimeter millimeter of your of your pin barely on your fingers the grip from the gloves is helping you hold on to it as you finally work the second piece and you you sort of press it and it it it's starting to turn and it's just not quite the right size and you twist it the last bit and you hear it click and um you you try to pull out uh the one of your one of your picks and it's just completely like locked in there but the gate itself has has dislodged um, so it is it is unlocked well whenever we get out of this remind me to buy you a set of these tools again I'll at this rate I'm probably going to have to buy at least a few sets if I keep going through them this fast but fair enough I'll right. buy you your first set you can buy <laughs> the rest of them yeah that sounds like a plan uh, right, let's, let's go get the others before we get too far fine I'd, I'd rather us not get in the, the boat 
Yeah. Further than we can. Uh, now, does the door seem like it opens in or opens out? Opens out. Okay, so I'm gonna get uh, like um, like a couple sticks or something. Mm-hmm. Now that the door is unlocked, and I'm going to kind of put them under, like by the door, kind of like a doorstop. Maybe like yeah. three or four of them to kind of prevent it from opening out, just in case. Oh yeah. At least while we're going back to get everybody, then we'll just pop them out when we mm-hmm. get there. Yeah. Done it. Done. Uh, you go and grab the other the other members of the group. So we found the. Uh... The secret entrance, we think. It was locked, but now we have unlocked it. And uh, so far, no signs of too many things. Um, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> On Onward and downward. Okay. Uh. You guys make it back to the door. You dislodge the sticks. Doesn't look like anything had attempted to um, to bust or break or, or exit through here. Um, who's going first? I'll sneak in first. So okay. hood up always and just start quietly making my way in. All right. Second. I'll go in the middle-ish because I don't have dark vision, and so I think we should sandwich with maybe people who can see, so we don't have to light anything soon. Thozen, would you rather be second or last? Yeah, I can go in the back, too. I just... Thozen, we can't hear you. Sorry about that. I forgot I (laughs) muted it when I was coughing. (laughs) Uh, Last. Last, or I will go second. I will go second, because I do have dark vision. So then, Fable third. I can go third. Yep. Okay. Like, to be fair, he can see over all of us, so him in the back is not a bad thing because he was a bulwark of safety behind me. I'm like, yes, I feel good about this choice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also very loud, just letting you know. Uh, It's fine. Okay. So, um, Talroth, you, you guys set in. Are you all staying together, or are you spacing out for stealthing purposes? Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna space out a little bit ahead. Okay, if, how far? Uh, Fifteen feet. That's okay. easy. And then, can I be? Can I also have fifteen feet between me and Fable? I was gonna I was gonna suggest that. Yes, please right. do. Please do so. I I have rained for days. I'm. I okay. I do as well, but the further, the more stealth we can. Have. Scatter, but, scatter. Good. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll be about ten feet away from Fable. Well, Fable needs some help because otherwise she's blind. Oh, live, and I'll be like right on Fable. Okay. <laughs> just Six just feet carry me behind. <laughs> Listen, this is a fantasy world. Dragons exist. <laughs> This pandemic does not. <laughs> okay. uh, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be assisting Fable in the back. Thank you. Okay. Sounds Just good. Tell me when to hit something. <laughs> Stop. So, um, that puts Tauroth at thirty feet from Fable, if I'm mm-hmm. understanding correctly. Mm-hmm. So Tauroth, fifteen feet. Stitch, fifteen feet. Fable, then Thozen immediately. Sounds good. Um, go ahead and make stealth checks. Uh, all of you. 
even though you're, I mean, you're spread out, so we'll be taking them individually. And then just go ahead and type that into the chat for me. As you guys begin to descend, you are in the, um, in the cellar basement, sort of the servant's entrance. There is a short hallway, and it looks like there is about midway up, uh, 20 feet. There's a door uh, to your right, and then um, another 30 feet beyond that, there is a um, there's a second door. So, uh, which of those two doors would you guys like to go to? Um. I'll just kind of start checking the doors as we're passing them. Just okay. yeah. So start with the first one we come across. Just at least kind of check it if it's locked, trapped, uh, damaged, just in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the the doors look not tra- not trapped, not damaged. Um, they look solid, um, worked wood. So just at a glance seems fine. You can make an investigation check. I'll take one for both doors. Um, it's They're pretty simple. If, if you want, you can go to one and I'll go to the other. Speaking that sounds good. good. Alright. Six. Five. <laughs> okay. Your cards got in the way. It's a door. It is a door. It's, it's a door. It is, it is a door. Um, these doors are, uh, I'm just, here's what I'm going to say happens. You get to the door, it's dark, you guys are looking around, you're kind of looking for, like, a keyhole, you've seen what these locks look like now, they are much more, um, you know, the intricate than normal, uh, the normal doors are and, and, uh, can be, uh, so... Clever Stitch, uh, you, you don't see a lock on yours, although okay. when you push it, it doesn't really give. Um, and I'm going to say that you eventually sort of are, like, testing it, and it and it gives a little, like, <clears throat> and you're like, uh, uh. Um, the door is not locked. It does seem to be slightly jammed. Like, it, okay. the, word, the, the wood has warped. In a way that it's like dragging on the stones and things like that. Tauroth, you you have a similar experience. Um, your door is not locked either. Um, the you know it's it's a manor. It's not a dungeon. This is uh, interior. They just have the one really intricate like exterior lock. Looks like this is just a place for people to to sort of travel through. But you're you're looking for yours as well, and um, you you kind of give it like a hard push, and it, it does give a little bit, and there's a little bit of, of stone creaking sound um, to them. Hmm. Right, I'll kind of look around for Stitch and Thosen, just kind of ask them which door did we try first, which one you want to check. Alright, fine. Start pushing it open. Okay. Um, so, you push it open. It's, there's, there's really no way to, um, to force it open that is not, uh, 
doesn't creak, really. Mm. And uh, as you open your door, uh, you open it up into uh, what looks like uh, servants' quarters. Um, There are... It's a decent-sized room. It is about 30 by 30. Uh, Looks like there are uh, double cots uh, for for beds. You can see that there should be uh, somewhere like 12, 12-ish people. Um, probably stayed in here. The room is decent. It's nice. There's a dining table in the in the corner. Uh, looks as though the beds are very intricate elven designs that have um, while they are bunk beds, the ceiling is pretty tall. It's about 12 feet tall. Um, and so all the beds have a fair amount of space. Underneath where the bed part is, uh, they all have sort of their own drawers. And um, the ends of the bed sort of serve as their own, like, armoires for hanging up uh, clothes and stuff like that. So that is, that's what you see when you, open, when you open up the door. Does it smell... Does it smell like anything rancid or stale or... Very stale. It smells okay. extremely stale. That door probably hasn't been open in, in Lord knows how long. Um, so, but I'm, you, I'm not smelling anything like rotting flesh or anything like that. No, okay. doesn't doesn't seem like anything has died in here. Nor does it smell like something that is dead is in here now. Uh, there does seem to be another door on the other side of the of the entrance. Um, that's of the room. That that's what you got. Yeah, it looks like a uh, servant's quarters, another door over there, but why don't we go check out the one you were looking at, Stitch? All right. I will go over to my door and push it open. Okay. You push it up with a, with a furious sort of... And, um, and that smell, the smell of rotting flesh does, um, does begin to smell in here. It is dark. A hand on my weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Um, there, there does seem to be another door on the, on the other side of here. Um, but what you are looking at is, um, what appears to be a wine cellar also filled with, um, casks, uh, mini kegs of, um, of you're not sure it might be like a beer or bourbon or, or something like that, but this is definitely, it's a, it's a room almost as big as the servants quarters. It is probably 25 by 25. Um, the walls are lined with um, functional, uh, well-decorated, but not display level of, um, of wine and beer. All right. um, it is difficult to see the entirety of the room because the racks are set up sort of library style. Yeah. Um, but you but you know what this place is. You can also yeah. hear the shuffling of, of the creatures that are in here. Oh. Uh, I, will, I will whisper to my group, there's something in there. I think it's zombies. I could uh, just be on fire and run at them. 
No, 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 no. Hey, Fable, Fable. Wine and there's beer and alcohol and yeah. that might explode. But I could just fireball and we could close nope. the door. Yeah, nope. but Fable, Fable, here's the thing. The, that fire is going to move faster than us. So the door. We might not, but we, not, we might not be able to close it on time. Well, nope. that's really on your speed, isn't it? <laughs> nope. Uh, maybe we don't explode the wine because we could also... Now take Drink it. This in- yes, we should take it home. <laughs> well, now, at, at le- one thing I will say, at least with the wine, it might be vinegar at this point, unless they, if they were storing it wrong. However, I that bird. I swear, I swear, if it's bibs. If it's worthless alcohol and you made me save it, I'm going to set you on fire. <sighs> I can take a cat nap for that. I would be willing to take a cat nap for the wine. But I've let's, been thre- I've let's, been go worse. Kill, let's go kill the zombies. I'm ready. I'm going to take out my bow and a, for now, regular arrow. Um, does okay. it... How... Can I... And this this would be kind of hard to tell, but can I tell about how many shuffling entities I might think are in there? Mm, like, does no, it sound it... like... Does it sound like a ton? Or does it sound like a few? Just, uh, a few. Maybe... Okay. maybe th- Somewhere between three and six. Sure. Okay, got it. Uh, maybe we don't uh, split up. Thousand. Are you able to make make light? And I'm I'm whispering. I want Mike to pick things. Up. Yeah, please. Thousand, I got you. Thousand, are you able to make light for Fable? I can make light for me. I'm fine. Oh. I just I can only do it for a minute. Well, everything's okay. Oh, I'm good Perfect. for battle. We're fine. Perfect. I just Come I on. can't waste it during the walk. Thank you. Fair though. enough. Um, fair enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, in we in we go. I suppose. Um, okay. Same order on the way in. Yeah. Can we close the door that Taroth had been in, the servants' quarter door? Yeah. Thank you. Do you do you want me to light up now so we can all see or? No, 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 no. Hey, let, let's just be uh, a little... Uh, Chill. Uh, what the hell's that word? Um, uh, Treasure keeps telling me this word all the time. Uh, careful. Yeah, that. Let's be careful. Ha, have you floor. learned Treasure. that? Oh. Treasure is the one telling you to be careful. It's like, there's a lot of shit she tells me. Does but... careful mean something different in tiefling? Fair enough. Oh, probably. <laughs> I can put you right now yeah fire and alcohol let's just uh let's let let's let Tauroth get in there and um, I mean, if, I, if I can if I can see how many of them there are I can let you know and we can maybe I don't know I'll run around scream and group them up and and I go yep okay I'd like all of you to flip for initiative Ooh. while you've been having this conversation the zombies have been shuffling their way to you oh all right. Uh, so go ahead and type that in the chat for me. Uh, okay. So just down the line with my guys in the middle. So starting with Thosin, um, what would you like to do? I see any of them. Uh, you're outside the door right now, so you have to move into the actual cellar. 
uh, to see any of them. Uh, I'll move in. Um, I when don't you... want to pat... Uh, everybody? You would be in fr- front? Yeah, you would be in front at that point. That's fine. I'll put myself in front. Okay. You move into the room just past the door. You, you um, as the trio of Tauroth, Fable, and Clever Stitch are uh, talking about burning or not burning alcohol. Thosin um, hears the, the shuffling, sort of scraping of the the boots of the undead, and um, bursts into the door. As you come through the door, you can see turning the corner. Uh, from one of the racks of uh, of wine and beer is uh, two of these uh, elven zombies. Um, they look very elven. They also look like they have been influenced by some of the other planes. Um, it's, it is an odd uh, type of elf. I will say that they have a very prominent brow Almost similar to you, but not instead of tiefling like, it seems more like um, like ram or deer, bestial sort of these sort of horns, uh, kind of growing out on their on their sides. Their bodies are thinner than traditional elves. Their limbs seem to be longer, and their features are even sharper, exceptionally sharp. Um, but they they are coming towards you. Uh, claws and undead sort of fangs uh, or or just chompers bared. Um, once you make it into the room, you, you've only got 15 feet uh, to get to the first one. What would you like to do? You can make oh, it to them if you would like I'm to. I'm not going to. Screw that. Uh, I'm okay. going to... <laughs> I'm going to, like, point my mace at mm-hmm. one of them uh, mm-hmm. and make some gestures and cast Sacred Flame. On okay. the nearest one to me. Okay. Uh, that will be a dexterity saving throw from them. Okay. Dex save. Uh, that is a natural 16 minus 2 for 8, uh, 14. Well, he passes. Um, I need to boost my wisdom. <laughs> I just realized that. Uh, great. Um, cool. And bonus actions. How do those work again? Help. Um, I'm gonna go back to the doorway so that Mm -hmm. if allies need to get around me, they can, but I'm just gonna stand with the shield ready to push any back. So I'm trying to bottleneck them. Sure. Okay. Um, Clever Stitch. Uh, Can I see any of them from where I am in the door? Yeah, you were at the door, so you can see the two of them that have just rounded around that uh, rack. Um, One from one, two of them from the right uh, have just come around that rack. And you see the the burst of holy fire that Thosin had released and and how one of them sort of and um, dodges out of the way of it. Perfect. I would like to uh, aim at that one Mm -hmm. and um, shoot him with a sharpshooter attack. Okay. This will be an eight. An eight barely hits. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So... They so they are wearing just servants' clothes, 
um, ah. that look relatively well preserved, more preserved than their skin does. Um, but you can tell that the the sort of weird juddering um, rigor mortis that's set into their muscles is keeping them from being able to move well. Ah. Uh, so so yeah, you Perfect. you do hit on a name. Perfect. So um, this is just with a regular arrow, no magic attached to it. That okay. is a that is twenty points of damage. 20 points of damage. Okay. Um, 20 points of piercing damage. Yeah, the the arrow sticks deep into the brain of, uh, of the zombie, and its head lurches back. And as it's about to fall, you see its muscles sort of... And flip it forward. It is definitely bloodied, um, but it is barely holding on. All right, um, uh, kill that one. Um, and my turn's done. Okay. Uh, the zombies are next. So the two zombies are going to close in that, uh, they can move about 20 feet. They sort of lurch and, and shuffle, and then, uh, they get sort of this burst of speed towards, uh, towards the end of it as, um, they can stand side by side. There's five feet, 10 feet in between the, the racks. So they're both going to gang up on Thosin there. Um, so they are each going to make two attacks. One bite, one claw attack. Um, so that is going to be... We'll do the first two um, against Thosin there. It's plus... Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm going to stick with what I said. Um, plus four, so 18 and 19, Thosin? Oh, they both have it. Okay. 18 and 19, or is it 8 and 19? Oh, oh, that says four. Uh, I see my my digital dice here said 14, so oh. 8 and 19. That's, yeah, uh, that's why I misread it. as well. Yeah. The 19 oh. yeah. hits. The 19 hits. Okay, so um, that is going to be a... D6 uh, for the claw damage, plus one. So six points of claw damage for that. And then the other two uh, make their... It's a 2D20. Um, so that is a 20 and a 14. So I'm it thinking... the tw- Yeah, the 20 will hit. On the bite, that is a D4. Uh, plus one, five points of biting damage. So these two zombies claw, climb up around you. Uh, one of them sort of headbutts the arrow that was in its skull and uh, hits your shield, sort of drives the arrow further into his head. Doesn't seem phased, um, but it does the it does the thing that bullies do with short kids, where he can't get his head <laughs> to you as wow. the as the arrow sticks into the back of his skull. So he just reaches out and sort of claws, drags Thosin just forward enough for the his zombie buddy to bite into um, uh, your shoulder a little bit, into your uh, big tricep, actually. Uh, that is it for these zombies. Actually, you do see two more shuffle around from the left. Um, but they're about 20 feet away. Fable. Yes. Um, how close is the closest one to me? Uh f- 10 feet, 5 feet. You can be in melee if you choose to. Yeah, uh, I... Nope. 
Nope, not yet. Um, and how close are they to each other? Oh, they're right next to each other. Good, Bye. amazing, perfect. A clump, my favorite thing. Um, I am going to fling the chaos bolt. Please and thank you. Okay. Let chaos us bolt. try. Let us try. Make a ranged attack. Oh, bonus action! I also wreath of mantle of flame myself. Does that affect your allies? No, they they're not hurt by it. Um, okay, good. They can see though. There's light now. There's um there's bright light uh for thirty feet and dim light for thirty feet beyond that. But Great. um they're fine as long as they don't hit me with an attack. Um okay. yeah. So that is twenty one to hit. Yeah, definitely hits. I would hope. You're attacking the one with the arrow in its head or the other one? Yeah, I'm going to attack the one that he told me to kill. Is that one already okay. dead? Nope. Good, the one yeah. with the arrow in its head. The one he goes, kill him! So I'm going to kill that one. All right. Um, that is... That's a good, good way to do it. Thank you. Oh, burn. Last one. Hmm. Oh man. Okay. Um, that is fifteen points of fire damage. Absolutely, the fire bursts across the zombie. Its flesh uh, begins to smell and reek, um, but it, it's also sort of this purifying fire. Its corpse falls down. Its clothes catching a light, and there is this. Um, this small um, fire burning right there next to next to Thosin. Anything okay. else, Fable? That's um, a... No, that is it. Okay. Uh, Roth. Alright. Uh, since I got so distracted by all the talking and I'm just like, wait, where the hell's everyone? And oh, shit. shit. Mm-hmm. Kind of blitz in. Uh, there's still one of them left. So there are three. One that is in melee with Thosin, and two more that are 15 feet beyond that. Okay, so I'm going to get to the one that's in the melee with Thosin, kind mm-hmm. of get around to the side of it, pull the double-bladed scimitar out, and just swipe mm-hmm. up once, and then bring the other end around, so both attacks to it. Both attacks, let's do it. So that is a... That's... The lowest one was a 14. Both hit. Absolutely. All right. So, and a 2d6 sneak attack. Seven, seven, fourteen, five, nineteen. Total 20 damage altogether. Okay. With a total of 20 damage, I'm going to do this. Uh, yeah, as you're, as you're bringing over the scimitar, um, it cuts right at the hip, and uh, one of the legs of the zombie just goes scattering across the floor. It sort of lurches down onto the ground, now having to crawl and drag itself. Make your next, your next damage roll. Oh, no, that was both damage rolls all combined. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah. how much so was the, the first, first one? one? 19. And the other was just one point of damage. Yeah. Okay. Then, that then great. That's, that's okay. Nineteen is impressive. Nineteen and a little extra is, is a good time. So, 
Yep. That one loses a leg. Leg. A new round. Okay. So it is me and then Tauroth, Clever Stitch, Fable, and Thozen. So the first zombie, the zombie that is now legless, is going to spin around and take two attacks at Tauroth, Oak and Blade. Uh, that is a 12 and a 21 to hit. I think the 21 hits. Yeah, the 21's going to hit. Okay. <laughs> and um, so the 12 is the bite attack. The 21 is the claw attack. So that is going to be seven points of uh, claw damage. And you see these other uh, two zombies that are going to come rushing forward. One of them uh, at Thozen. Um, as it sort of stomps onto the the ashes of its uh, of its dead friend, and they are going into this um, frenzy. So it gets an extra attack, but it is going to attack with a plus three instead of a plus four. Um, so three attacks on Thozen. Oh. Uh, so that is a seventeen, a fifteen, and a seventeen. None of them hit. None of them? Correct. Great. Hot damn! Okay. You bring your shield up, and this zombie, as it comes lurching over that last burst of speed, both arms up, you raise your shield, and the claws just scratch along it, sort of a nails on chalkboard, and then the heavy thunk of its of its prominent browed head and its teeth trying to, to ineffectually gnaw on the thick metal bit of your shield. Um... The other zombie can not get to you guys um, because they, they're they're too wide currently, and you guys have two people, Thozen uh, just inside, and Talroth occupying the door. So that is going to be it for them. We are up to Talroth and Clever Stitch. Talroth, you have one higher dex than me, so go for it. Uh. Legless that uh, I just kind of made there. Is he still up or is he just gone? No, he's up. Yeah, he's he's got hit points left. He's just got he's missing one leg, so he's a bit shorter and lopsided uh, compared to when you last cut him. All right, uh, I'll take a swipe at him. Okay, and that's a fifteen to hit. Okay, uh, he's still. Say, uh, Pretty much still within five feet of everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. So that's... So 18 points of damage. Oh, okay. 18 points of damage. Before you cut it, I, I need to note one thing. So the leg that you cut off mm-hmm. um, on the zombie's turn is still flopping and is and moves five feet past you guys underneath you towards like fable and clever stitch it can't attack but it still seems to to have some unlife within it um 
So when you bring your scimitar back down on the same zombie, its head sort of crushes and it collapses down onto the ground. The leg also goes dead and limp at the same time. <laughs> All right. So take out that first one, spin around, bring the other the other end of the blade down on the next one that's kind of right by us. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Got to attack first. Please. Uh, yeah, that's cocked. Okay. There we go. Yeah, that's a uh, 19 to hit. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Four. I swear to God, one point of damage. Okay. <laughs> I I need to multi-class to get two up in, uh, two up in fighting. <laughs> All right. Um, that's it for Thosen. Fable, and, or Clever Stitch, oh, or is there... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, no, go ahead. I'm also going to move out of the way to kind of open up the area for us a little bit. Okay. You... You're going to take an attack of opportunity, then, if you back up. You okay with that? Do it. Okay. So, taking the attack of opportunity. Here we go. That is a 20 to hit, so that's going to hit. It's going to be a claw attack, so four points of damage. Tauroth, after you bring your blade down, you stick uh, the one that is attacking those in it and you withdraw your blade spinning back. It reaches out and just sort of rakes your back uh, with its claw as you back away, uh, clearing room for Clever Stitch. Who is up now? Um, all right, I will... Um, let's see. The one that did three attacks last turn. Yep. Uh, I think I will. I will target that one. Okay. Um, and once again, sharpshooter. Okay. God. Um, that's a seven. So that's that miss. And... That one does miss. Yeah. You let the yeah. you let the arrow loose. Um, and it sort of is because it's just like laying on Thosin's shield. Uh, it sails over it. You shatter one of the glasses of, of bottles of wine no. uh, back behind there. <laughs> All right, and That's then the I'm wine. gonna um, I'm gonna drop my my bow um, mm-hmm. and pull out my shield and okay. take a step forward so that I'm now taking up the spot that is left. Uh, open so that they can't get any further. Okay. Yep. So you you close in that distance. You raise your shield. Um, Fable. Yes. Hello. I'm ready. Okay. Um, I'm going to. Um, can I run in a thunder wave without hitting my friends at any point? No, because your friends are occupying the space. They're right in the space. Then I will. And, and you can't, I can't even get yeah. in. Can I? You can't. You can't get that's into funny. melee, and you can't get past the zombies. That's okay. That's okay. I. That's fine. I'm just gonna squat beneath the tiefling's legs and wah, bah, bah. Um. So <laughs> okay. I am going to this time. Uh, I am this time going to uh firebolt actually because it's free. Oh, that's fun. Hell yeah. Alright, um, that is a th- natural 13 plus stuff. Okay. I'm assuming that hits. Yes. Amazing. Don't make math. 
Um, plus a D10. So nine points of damage. So okay. I get to add my, I get to add my um, charisma to any fire things. I'm also going to um, twin spell and aim at another one of them. Okay. That one probably does not hit. Uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. That does hit. Oh, good. For eight points of fire damage. Eight points of fire damage on the second one. Okay. I look down at her so proud. <laughs> oh. oh. Thank you. Ugh. Um. So good, amazing, and I, I, um, I. She's still on fire, but like you notice that the firebolts are going exactly where she tells them to, and nowhere else for the moment. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Uh, that is it for that round. New round. Oh no, those uh, are, was, those are, yeah, those Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, it's all good. Is there still one melee with me? Yes, there is. Okay, um, I'm going to swing with my mace. Okay. Beautiful obsidian mace. Oh, what is that? Seven plus six, 15? Yes, definitely. I should note, Fable, your first burst of fire is the one against the one that is in melee with Thozen. You, the fire erupts across its uh, knee, and from the knee down, uh, the the leg comes. Oh no, you're dealing fire damage. Does not come off. Never mind. You don't knock off any limbs. Good, because I'm not dealing with that. I'm not dealing with that shit chasing me down. I'll blow up this whole winery. We'll just burn it down. All right. Uh, that'll be nine damage, bludgeoning. Okay, that is gonna knock off an arm. And as a bonus action, I'm gonna use my shield master feet to shove it back five feet. Okay, and I'll still stay where I am to protect Fable. Okay. Sounds good. So yeah, you're when you bring down the mace, it falls on its shoulder. You just hear uh, the bone crunch, and then for a moment, the sleeve of its shirt is sort of this, uh, the, serving as this like sack filled with uh, bone and flesh that eventually just falls out of the sleeve onto the ground, still uh, wiggling and, and sort of cousin itting its way uh, back towards you. Good. Um, Okay, a uh, new round. Okay. Ah, oh, well, the zombies have an ace. Jesus Christ. These fast yeah. zombies. They're right? not fast. Zombies. Uh, so they're the fast gonna... ones. <laughs> um, then you guys. So, with the zombie arm on the ground, it's going to move up five feet and attack Thosin at disadvantage. So that is a fifteen to hit. We know that oh. uh, that misses. And then Sorry. the zombie from which the arm came from is going to roll up and make its next two attacks. The uh, bite is a or the claws a natural twenty. Bite is an 11, so the 11 plus 3, 14 will miss. Natural 20 will hit. The bite is 2d4, uh, so that is 5 points of bitey, bitey damage on you, Thosin. And then Clever Stitch, the 
other zombie uh, closes ranks and is going to make a bite and claw attack and another um, claw attack, two claw attacks. Oh, no. No, it should... Nope, nope, nope. So one was a natural 20, one was a 14, and then I just wanted to roll one more. Um, Eight. So the 14 misses, the 8 misses, the natural 20 does hit. Um, So that is more super bitey damage, six points of damage. Cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. Okay, that is it for my zombies. I know there was a king. Uh, that we had. Yep, oh, Clever yeah. Stitch. Um, Alright, so I'm going to pull out my short sword um, and start going sword and board with this dude. Alright. Um, and just swing at him. Let's see. Do, do, do. Six. Um, a 12 to hit. Uh, Jesus uh, Christ. I can't yeah, it does, oh, but it does no. hit. Yeah, and then uh, that's D6 plus 4, so 8 points of uh, piercing? Just short, or short sword? Piercing? Slashing. Oh, they oh, are? It's they are piercing. piercing. Oh. Apparently. Very yes, different type of sword than I was expecting. That's okay. 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 Piercing um, damage does not knock off limbs, so oh, yeah. you're you're lucky with that. Hell yeah. Um, and we then, don't want to knock off limbs. No, probably not. Because I think the limbs um, I think they're going to multiply if we slough yeah. off too many of them. Leave them all! Yeah. Um, and I think that's I think that's it. I want to save all my shit for later. So I'm good. Okay. Sounds good. Um, after Clever Stitch, Fable. Yep. Um, <coughs> I could have done... Don't die. I could have done this earlier because the spell name is misleading... Mm-hmm. Chill touch is in fact not a touch. Um, no. I got. I never read to the end of the spell. By the way, it's <laughs> on the hit a target takes one d8 of anachromatic damage. It can't regain points until the hit. It, whatever. Until then, the skeletal ghostly hand clings to the target. So I'm gonna fight Spooky with Spooky right now. Yep. And I am going to make a ranged attack at one of these motherfuckers who looks the weakest right now. Uh, they actually look the same. Great. I pick one at random. It's the guy on the left. Um, okay. and I'm going to cast a ghostly skeletal hand at them, giving them the finger. Um, be like, how do you like it when things just crawl at you? Um, and that is going to be a 13 to hit. Does hit. Great. Amazing. Necrotic. Two points of necrotic damage. <laughs> yeah, I don't do well with counts. not fire. Um, but he just, it's just choking him out. Okay. <laughs> that's the visual of the hand. It's just throw choking him. Uh, like, that's I, it. I feel like we need to start a petition for Wizards of the Coast to officially change the name of Chill Touch to Ghostly Grab. Or touch to of the ghost grave. Choke out? Yeah, yeah. To ghost choke. Yeah. Or, Go- hashtag or, ghost choke. Or I always thought yeah. of the ice. No spell. Yeah, it, no, it has, it's literally a ghost, a ghost skeleton. Hand. Yeah, I, it's so, I wanted so, to say ghost hand because it's a skeletal ghost. It, but like it feels like in a past edition that was like chilling touch of the grave, and they were just like. <laughs> We're going to reduce it to chill touch. But it is neither chill nor touch. Nor touch. That is a complete Uh, misnomer. Exactly. It is a false name. False name. 
Shame on you, wizards. Okay. Um, I think oh. after Fable yes. is... Hang on, wait. Him. Hang on, wait. Hang on, wait. It does one additional point of damage because I forgot this whole goddamn time I have my Wand of the War Mage. So I've been counting one less for everything this whole game. So give it three fucking points of necrotic damage. You got it. Oh, I'm mad at myself. Oh, it's what happens when I don't have the prop with me. <sighs> okay, point of damage counted. Talroth, you're up. All right. Uh, at this point, the all three of them are... No, the other two of their left are still just right on top of everybody. Yeah, they are They are right on top there. Thosin had pushed them off, but he just came... They just came running right back in. I will say, while you might have trouble reaching the full bodies of the zombies. There is the zombie arm that had uh, Cousin itted its way over to try to attack Thosin. You could probably stab down at the arm safely. So I don't have a, cl- like a clear shot to any of them right now. No, you got, you got two a phalanx of friends with shields up and in the way. Okay. So... Yeah, they you can't really get in melee with with them. If you want to throw a dagger, you can do that. You can sneak attack that way if you choose. Yeah, I figure I'll just carefully or kind of quickly just climb up one of the racks and just turn mm-hmm. and just chuck a dagger. Okay, sounds great. Make your attack roll. That is a twenty-three to hit. Absolutely, yeah. Let me just make sure something. Okay, I had it right. Cool. So, 14 points of damage. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, which one were you aiming at? The one in front of Thosin or Clever Stitch? Uh, whichever one looks more fucked up. Yep, Thosin's that's being choked by the ghostly touch of the grave hand. Not the chill touch hand. I refuse to do that anymore. Yeah, you you climb up the rack. You spin around, hurl the dagger. It sticks uh, into the skull of the um, elven zombie, which hits the ground and is uh, out, dead, re-dead, dead again. The deadening. Is it possible to try to jump over everybody to land on the other side of the one that's left? I'll take an athletics check if you want to try. Could I negotiate for acrobatics? Sure. I'll allow it. Tuck and roll, man. Tuck and roll. 23. Okay. Yeah. My dice like me tonight. Yeah. You you do jump over. uh, You do get behind the other zombie. Cool. And yeah, I think that's pretty much going to be everything. Okay. Uh, After... Uh, Thosin. He's last. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go ahead and... How's everyone looking? No, I'm the one that's getting fucked up. <laughs> um, yeah, I took a, I'm I gonna... took a couple hits. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna Sacred Flame the one in front of me. 
that one's dead. Okay, then. Yeah. Uh, the one in front of Clever Stitch. Is, is the hand still on the floor? Uh, hand stopped. The hand or like died. the hand? Yeah, okay. the hand died. Then, uh, what's, so there's none on me? Uh, no, there's one right in front of Clever Stitch. That's the only one that remains. For I'm going to Sacred Flame that one. Dexterity okay. saving throw. That is an eight. That is a fail. Where are you? One B H. That'll be ooh, um, seven radiant damage. Okay. Yes, seven radiant damage. Nice. Maybe All right, that one. That one is barely holding on. All right. Uh, anything else? New round. New round. New round. Ace, I see from Thosen. I think that's the winner. I almost wrote ass by accident. <laughs> um, uh, again? No, I'm going to do... Let's see if it works. I'm going to do... Uh, I'm going to smash my mace against the shield, and I'm going to cast Soul the Dead on that one. So wisdom okay. saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Flip that... And it has a... Uh, so it's a five. Five on the That's wisdom fail, and that'll be eight necrotic damage. That's showtime. Yay! Yes! Can't hear you, Thousand. All right. There you go. Oh, I said it too soft. I just said he did. No, he did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the death knell of uh, of Thosin's ethereal uh, undead bell rings true, calling home this elven uh, zombie. And um, yeah, after that, you guys wait a moment. You take a listen. Uh, you don't hear anything else coming immediately. Um, what would you like to do? Well, that went well. All right. Swimmingly. Could have been much worse. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dozen? Yeah. Uh, is it normal for their, their arms and shit to keep crawling after they're cut off? Because, uh... <laughs> yeah. I, I think it depends on the individual. Usually not, but, uh... I mean, it could be, to be honest with you. I haven't dealt with a lot of undead in the past, so... Remember, I told him to lie to me. It was absolutely oh, a lie. I... <laughs> totally dealt with a lot of undead in the past. I forgot I'm lying for you. I, how how are we feeling? Can we continue on? Um, I'll pat myself in the chest and cast cure wounds on myself. But aside from okay. that, I'll be okay. Alright, and um, Tauroth, don't forget that you have a potion of healing on you should you need it. Actually, and I will have given my potion of healing to the other group. So I just realized that those who are healing potions are with this group. So I marked that down now. Um, 
but yeah, are we good to continue on? Yes, Let's uh, go. I'm feeling I'm gonna, good. I'm gonna get my knife, my dagger out of the one guy, and just start kind of checking around, see pretty much what else is in here. Like if there's another door, um, if it's only alcohol. No, there there is another door. Um, okay. Yeah, you you. It's a very similar door to the one that you came in. Uh, doesn't appear to be locked. Again, probably a little warped into the wood. Um, so opening it is is probably gonna it's gonna be difficult to open quietly. But other than that, it looks very much like the the previous two doors that you guys had just investigated. Okay. I'm gonna pick up what arrows I can and then also make sure not to leave my bow behind. Okay. Grab yeah. your stuff. You get half your arrows back. I think that's one. Um, uh, yeah, I believe so. Looking is around in... Is everything in here just wine, or...? Uh, so, yeah, roll a, roll a um, percentage. Fifty-six. So about fifty-six percent of it is wine. Um, I'm gonna say another twenty percent is uh, is beer or uh, sort of hardier like meads, things like that. And then there are a couple of smaller casks of what looks like um, there's very few dark alcohols, uh, mostly white wines, uh, a couple of red. There also seems to be some clear spirits, um, things that are probably closer to vodka or rum than, uh, but there's like a bottle of, uh, of like a dark uh, bourbon or something like that. So, yoink. Okay. Absolutely. Um, none of the other kegs are, are tapped at the moment, so you're not really sure, but you're looking over the labels. None of the years or labels follow either Lichtrachtian um, calendars or the uh, Republic calendar. So it is um, completely... You don't know how old this stuff is because you have no frame of reference as to what is today for the denizens of this of this manor. Um, anything else you guys would like to do in this room? Uh, I think just listen at the door. Um, okay. The next room. Okay. Um, make a perception check. Clever stitch. A four. A four. You you only hear the joy in Talroth's uh, eyes as he uh, grabs a very old, as, as far as he knows, bottle of bourbon. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. I also don't like that I heard I heard the joy. Heard it in his eyes. eyes. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's a fucked up kind like of perception it. check. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a bad situation. All right. <laughs> I, I will uh, just begin opening the door once people seem ready enough. Okay. Are you guys ready enough? Please. Okay. All right. So you you open the next door, uh, clever stitch, and um, as you do, you open the door into a kitchen. 
Um, there are, there is one similar zombie that is there sort of with a knife in his hand, kind of going through zombie life. Um, <laughs> like, like it's trying to prepare food, but there is no, there is no food in here. Um, so there's this very old sort of elven bread that has been, um, uh, how do I, how do I put this? Recall that? Yes, recall all. Um, that he's butchered as though it were like a, a piece of venison or something like that. So. Can I press to digitate like a loaf of something? that looks real or like a turkey <laughs> and just like I'd like to go carefully just slide it across the table at him and hope he just like starts carving the turkey and lets us go if all he's trying to do is cook press it oh it doesn't so, have to be real it'll just look real I think so, silent image spell um I will I will make it out of ice then it's not functional it's just a visual Okay, make me a deception check um, with disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> I'm just hoping that if he wants to just do his life, I'm gonna let him do his life. Oh, fuck! I'd like you guys to flip for initiative, please. I'm sorry! Uh, we you were gonna fight the zombie. It was gonna okay, happen. Well, I tried to help. You did? Uh, yeah, you you did. did try to help. I tried so hard. Okay. Uh, you guys all go before my zombie, so I'll, I'll give it to you. You can uh, go in order. Tauroth, you are up first. Yeah, as soon as he tur- seen Fable trying to peacefully resolve this, the moment he just starts eyeing her wrong or like, no, nah, this ain't gonna work, I'm just rushing in and just swing, swing. Good. <laughs> That is a a nine and a nineteen. Both hit. Fable's still arguing, like, but it could have worked. Look how good the lines are on this terrible <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm gonna say oh. your frozen turkey turned out more like a um, like a misshapen blob of orb. Like you just <laughs> didn't you didn't get full turkey. Okay, so I don't cook. Do I get? Uh, is he within five feet of Fable? I will say yes. I'll give you the sneak attack damage um, for her being within five feet. So that's going to be a tw- twenty-three damage. Twenty-three damage. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right um, it's it's going to lose uh, on a fifteen. Oh, and that was an both, that was both attacks combined. That's combined. that's fine. Yep loses an arm so it is barely holding on the arm is flopping around uh up next we have clever stitch all right i'm going to pull out my bow and arrow and sharpshooter this bitch okay uh wait hold on Ah, that's a 12 a 12 all right (laughs) Ah, <laughs> yeah. Fifteen damage. I rolled a one. Uh, <laughs> and, roll. 
and the next hit just drops. Uh, the arrow comes slamming into uh, into the mouth of the zombie, pinning its head back over its its stove, um, and the arm stops flopping down below. The zombie is dead. Poor guy. Take the knife out of its hand. We okay. Just you didn't even see if he was gonna like it. Oh, I, it doesn't look he, that bad. He turned. He it it does, and he also turned and growled. And I, yeah, with, we, with zombies, I'd rather not take the chances. Yeah, didn't, Fine. didn't much care for how he growled at you. So, uh, yeah. Little sister <laughs> says, "Fine." <laughs> um, is there anything of? use in here um there are cooking utensils they are very finely made i will also let you know that the kitchen knife um so the kitchen knives a full set of like carving knives dining knives as well as like large prep knives they they could double as daggers they are instead of having like traditional wooden handles they all have the handles that are similar to um deer antler or or like a um, so they are all antler or bone adorned and you can tell that these elves also have those type of sort of antler pieces in their in their head so you don't know if it's like this thing's antler or like mom and dad's antler or it might just be some some beast of the wild um, but instead of having um, they're worked but they are clearly um, from antler and bone rather than from from wood. Uh, See, seeing how... Oh, no, go, go, go. I, I was... Uh, maybe we don't take any of this yet. If I remember from Tavish's story, uh, his creepy, creepy story earlier, he had said that the zombies and the ghosts started coming up whenever his companions started taking things from the well, so maybe we leave, although I do kind of, once we clear all this out, I do kind of want to take these cooking, good cooking utensils are hard to come by. I'd rather come back for them than like, loot their ancestral boneware while they're still stuck here. That feels like a big slap in the face. (laughs) Exactly exactly that. I'd, I'd rather us loot this once we know that the ghosts and the zombies are all gone. The ghost is clear. Yes. Once the ghost is clear. Once the ghost is clear. God damn it! (laughs) We're gonna end on that. We're going we're good night. (laughs) (laughs) Is there like a a knife block to put it back in or Drew was just kind of laid out? No, there's right. there's a yeah. You can see the knife block um, that he's he's been working working off of. So yeah, cool. it's right there. It's uh it's a nice set. It's a nice block. There's a uh, whetstone sharpening kit right there next to it. So yeah. So after just carefully putting the knife back in to complete that set, seeing the now that we've seen some of the elves are around here and now seeing a lot of this, could I make some kind of check to figure out? who they are, what kind of elves, or mm-hmm. a little more of what we're dealing with? Absolutely. I will take either Arcana or History. Uh, history it is. Let's see if me being an archaeologist helps. Dirty 20. Okay. 
So they are not native of of this plane. Um, you do know, also being an elf and, and knowing a bit of ancient elven lore, um, all elves, uh, most elves trace their origination to the Feywild. Um, I would say that these elves, you suspect um, different elves diverge in their histories in different places, and uh, a number of them end up on other planes rather than prime material, not just other prime material planes, but also on planes within the Great within the great Wheel. Um, these guys look as though they had for a while made their home on... Uh, Cody will find the name of it in just a moment. Um... Apologies. While he's looking that up, folks, uh, don't forget that our sponsors this year are Norse Foundry. And you can follow that link down below to get 15% off of your... And also, we're doing a huge-ass giveaway from them this week. Probably on Thursday, on the actual anniversary of our two-year anniversary, we're going to be doing that during our one mountain wild mount uh, one-shot. And that'll be fun. I know. It's so pretty. Matthew saw it, and he goes, what is this? It was... (laughs) It's so fucking cool. I have to Google it. It's amazing. It, like, Mm -hmm. giant dice tray that has a center, Mm -hmm. and you hold all of your dice in the outside ring and then the center is like a, a rolling, rolling place it's oh god the rolling place it's beautiful i need one I because it, i've I started rolling yeah it has like a tower as well and yeah it has a rainbow beholder on it it's amazing it i love it so much i want a custom one with like my own personal house crest which is a fox surrounded mm-hmm. by writing and acting implements like that's just i've decided <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. Um, they look as though they're influenced by the plane of Arborea. Um, if anybody Where would like, the fuck is that? If anybody would like to make a Arcana check for more information on, oh, not that. a history check. Uh, no, we're getting we're getting out of history now and getting into wider, um, planar knowledge. May I may I make this because I've got Arcana out the ass. Yeah. 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 Stitch also also volunteered, so he can give you advantage. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. This never works. Because yeah. elements and planes and weird shit in my life. Oh, oh yeah. Hell yeah. Twenty three. Nice. Okay. So the the plane of Arborea is a chaotic plane where um, there is a lot of. Um, wild emotions, often backed by by steel and violence. Um, elves that are that make their home there. Uh, it's home to many of the elven deities, uh, as you guys would know it. Well, you don't come from there, so never mind. Um, so they they feel sort of an intense hatred uh, against um, evil. 
the similar to the elves of the Feywild, they are um, aggressive, rambunctious. There's also a strong tie to animal spirits that seems to have influenced these particular elves in the way that they are, um, they develop. As you guys, Talroth, you know from your history check and Fable, you know from your arcana check, elves of the different planes take on um, attributes of the planes that they are on. Hence, elves that are in the um, sorrow-filled Shadowlands become Shadarkai and and sort of never age and become these glooming creatures. Uh, Saride is an example of an elf that has lived in the bright and chaotic world of the Feywild where, again, emotions are highly intense. These would be elves influenced by Arborea, which, um, again, has a lot of rage and honor to it, but they also have been influenced by some of the natural uh, spirits that are there. So, um, you are also noticing... Tauroth, uh, just from the history and fable. Now that both of you are sort of, you're you're rapping about it, right? You're you guys are getting into theory and and you're throwing ideas around. Looks like this manor probably hopped through a few different planes. Mm-hmm. You're seeing some some different relics, some things that do remind you of the Shadowlands of the um, of the mm, blanking on the name, not the Feywild, the opposite one of that. The Shadowfell. That's it. I was I was in L5R. I was in Shadowlands, not Shadowfell. My apologies. But maybe they went to the Shadowlands too. Who knows? Who knows? This place, this place has bounced around um, a bunch of a bunch of different areas, and so you you get the feeling it, it sort of is one of the like a um, a touring manor or mansion of a variety of different planes and and places. Um, the biggest thing that gives you that idea is the dress of both the servants and the cook that was that was here. Um, so yeah, it's it is quite interesting. It's kind of funny. You said Shadowlands. I heard Shadowfell anyway. Yeah, but okay. that's, well, I, that's me. No, I was. I'm. I'm sure most people were were on board with what I was saying, but I know. I know that. Somewhere, somehow, somebody's going to see this and be like, it's not the Shadowlands, it's the Shadowfell. <laughs> well, actually. Well, actually. I would be that guy. So, it's okay. Uh, but but that is that is what you guys find out. So, they are definitely elves, influenced by some other planes, you believe Arborea, um, and it looks like this place has kind of traveled around to different, different realms as you guys have gone. Uh, so... A fable. Uh, out of all this stuff that we've been kind of chatting about back and forth, there is one thing that does concern me here. Just one? Well, one immediate one that comes to mind. Oh, okay. Immediate concern. Yes. Yeah. If this place has hopped around all that much, is it a person who did it, or is it the house itself that does it? Because if it's a person, then okay. As long as we maybe kick him in the balls before he tries to send the house away, we well, might be okay. From but the story, it... from stories I've heard growing up about things that jump and things that move, 
Uh, can I roll a history check here to remember? I know how much Caitlin knows about things like this, but how much Fable to remember about hearing stories of like plane jumping ships and stuff like that from the like for her own sure, personal yeah. history. Give me, yeah. give me a history check to see what she knows. Yeah, what she remembers. Yeah. Um, that is a fifteen. I'll say you probably share the same general information, but you are probably lacking like specifics. So you may not be able to pull the the name of like the arc writer, but no, no, you could get through some other things. I know there are things that are imbued with the power to move. Um, you can tell she gets very uncomfortable. She starts talking about this, usually at great cost and sacrifice, magically or otherwise. Um, but it's usually a person or people who are in charge of actually moving them. Uh, uh, so we don't, they don't usually just have a automatic system to travel on their own. Um, because jumping like this is often counterintuitive to the nature of things. It's so not going to want to move by itself, so I'm guessing whoever left it here left it here a longer time than they planned. So we don't have to worry about uh, just suddenly winding up in the middle of the Feywild. I think if that happens, that means whoever is still here had the power to send us there, and there's nothing we can do about that. If we find them fast enough, but there has to be a reason why they didn't shift when Tavish and his folks were in here. If they uh, were going to shift out to keep people out, they would have done it last time. And if they didn't, that raises more questions than I think any of us want to deal with right now. Yeah, my, my head's hurting from all that talk. Um, she she makes ooh. her she she gets a cool cool little bit of ice around her finger and just touches your temples for like a special headache pressure point. Does that help? Ah, that actually does. Thanks. Got really good at it. It's loud where I grew up, and um, not everyone's suited to it. So, uh... Um, I, I do have a question, though. Hey, what's up? If you happen to find in, in your searches um, something like a control panel that could make this house move, whether when someone was um, behind it, because you point me in the right direction, and we may need to take it. Just keep an eye out for anything strange and buttony and levery that maybe could take this whole place from one plane to another. Well, if then we come across something like that, uh, I'll give a holler. Even if I don't make it through this, don't let this kind of cover, I'll cover her mouth at that point. Just, I don't want to hear no talk about that. You're not getting through this. Fire. <laughs> I'm just saying, some things are more important to me than me. Right? I'm not going to do anything stupid. I'm not you. I don't run off without other people. Except that once, but it was to save everybody else. And that was not with you all. That was a past life. Be careful, but if something happens to me and you find the kind of thing that could shift a house like this, get it out. There's people who need it. There's people like Sirak. There's people out there who could use that kind of technology for good and maybe use it to escape somewhere. 
if it turns out that there's some sort of levers or buttons that can make this house kind of shifty shift, then yeah, we'll make sure that it's put somewhere nice, somewhere safe. But I was just kind of spitballing because I have no damn idea what the hell we're walking into. And ow. Oh, grow up. It didn't hurt that much. You got bit by a box, all right? That snake bite was so much worse than what I, I just... And I bit him back. What, do you want me to bite you back? I wouldn't. <laughs> let's, let's go. Come on. I'm going to start kind of pushing her to the door. Okay. Yep. You guys open up the next door. You, you check it. It is very similar to the doors that you've run into previously. You open up the next door. It is a hallway. You can see that... Um, there is a... It leads back past the servants' quarters. Um, looks like there is another room to the... Um, we're going to say to the north. Um, there is an alcove further down the hallway, again to the north. And then um, there is, at the very end of the hallway, a large double door Um that the hallway terminates into. Um, you know that... Yeah, so what would you guys like to do? I suppose go to the double door? Okay. As you guys are making your way over there quietly, you can hear coming from the alcove um, and down uh, what, what sound, sounds like your party um, probably fighting or breaking something up above um, the alcove as, as you look in there the alcove is a series of staircases um, that leads back up to the main, to the main floor um, oh shit so you, if, tre- if treasure's dancing up there I do not want to get involved well we know how to get upstairs if we need to at least so you guys do, you're going to bypass um, one of the doors to go to the double doors. Is that what I'm understanding? Can, can we just stick an ear to the door that we're passing just to see if we hear any obvious sounds? Yeah, make a perception check. All of us are just stitch. Mm, I'll say, I'll say two of you can do it. Sixteen. Six. Okay. Um, you don't hear anything that that sounds uh, terribly active in there. Um, yeah, you're not sure. You hear a little bit of movement. You, if you suspect it might be like one zombie, mm-hmm. maybe two, or or something, but it, it doesn't sound. Um, doesn't sound like a lot. There's a zombie or two in there. We could probably take him out really quick. Um, eventually we'll have to, so we. I don't know if you guys would rather do that now rather than later. And we know for sure this one heads back up to the first no, floor. No, that, that was the alcove. Oh. Um, this, this door leads to who knows what. And then the double doors lead to... 
Okay, I was just, I think I misunderstood the layout of where we are. I'm sorry. It's all good. Oh, Fable. You said that regardless, we have to take care of them anyways, right? Probably, I would assume so, unless we find the, the source of something and suddenly we kill the source and everything dies. But we just, you said only two? We probably, just rush, probably rush a them? Couple. Yeah, we could do that. If you want, uh, I could try to take a quick little peek and just see how many there are. I mean, if I'm quiet enough. I, yeah, I don't know if this door will be quiet enough where you can try. I will take five. I will take a step back. Pull out my bow. Those that want to give it a push open, I can just try to blitz. I will do that, and I'll have the shield, and I'll push the door open. And I'll just quiet, like, stealthily try to make my way in to see what's in there. Okay. Um, yeah, make a stealth check, please. Tell Roth. 28. 28. You go in quite stealthily. However, the door does not open terribly stealthily. Um, give me just a second to find for you. Excuse me. Okay. As you open the door, you guys see... Um, you don't see it at first, but what you do he- you do is you hear it, Tauroth. You hear the rattling of a cage, and um, out of the corner of your eye, you see something uh, relatively large that uh, flops uh, over onto the side, and sort of you hear the cage rattle onto the ground, and um, you hear something kind of... Uh, um, it is hidden behind a couple of crates. Uh, it looks like this is or was in some way a storage room. Um, what would you like to do? Stitch mentioned he heard one, maybe two things in here. So I want to see if I can figure out what exactly was in here. If it's just the thing that flopped over or if there's Mm -hmm. more. Okay. Um, You don't... It seems to be whatever was in the cage seems to be the the only thing that was in here. You suspect by it rattling around the cage um, that that is one of the things that... um, that is what made it sound like there was more than than what it was. And this is the only living thing that's in here. Or yeah. well lives. I mean, sure, as far as far as you can see, absolutely. Alright, so storage room. Something is moving in a cage. Mm-hmm. I'll kind of go back to the door and just kind of whisper out so those in her stitch or Fable can hear. Something in a cage. 
seems to be the only thing. And then I'll go back in and just kind of get around to start kind of seeing what else is in there. If there's like another door or ladders or something. Okay. Um, when you head back in, you start looking around the different crates. Looks like these were mostly um, traditional household objects. This is sort of like the garage storage. It's got some gardening tools. It's got some um, different decorations. It's got some storage pieces. Some there looks like some of these crates might have some sort of treasures in them, like knickknacks from different worlds or keepsakes from different planes, things like that. But it's very much the like um, the like storage room of of the manor um, that is that is down here. Is anybody going to check on what is in the cage? I will do so. I'll go behind, slightly behind Clever Stitch, but in the area. I'm just looking okay. out at everybody to make sure. I'm looking out. Okay. With like and a casual reminder of, we're not losing anything yet. Yeah, I was about to make a comment. I'm not taking any of the knickknacks. I'll just kind of like pick one up, look at it, and then just put it back. Okay. Um, Clever Stitch and Fable, as you guys get around the corner, um, what you see in this cage is a it's about the size of a halfling the cage is is pretty big um maybe the size of a medium sized dog uh but it it looks how best to describe it don't like that you have to struggle to describe <laughs> yeah, you should know you should know the words if they're hard to find words I hate it yeah. so, it is it looks small it looks young the mane and tail on it is very uh, short it is sort of this luminescent white um, the scales that it has are um, very sort of dull um looks yellowish um, but they they don't have the same type of shine to them the creature does seem to have uh, hooves and the smallest stump of a horn it looks like an odd mix between a um, between a horse and a and a dragon if you guys would like to make uh, I'll take arcana or nature checks to, or a history check yeah, I'll, uh, go for a, I'll go for a nature check Okay. Caitlin knows what it is. Carlos knows what it is too. Caitlin knows what it Susan is. Susan does not. Um, Sixteen for me. Okay. Oh, I'll type it down. Okay. Okay. Um. So the, you know, it's not a natural creature. This is, these are also creatures that are not native to Lidrock. Taroth, um, so that you do not know. Um, Fable, you, you haven't really heard much of this. Thosin, uh, not really, but uh, Clever Stitch, you do recognize this as a, um, as a pup, as a baby form of a Kirin, of a Kyrin. Um, it is, um, you know them to be celestial creatures, usually bringers of, of boons and great wealth um, that these are um, these are very good uh, good creatures so I 
Um, those of you that do not know, uh, they tend to ride the outer planes. Uh, some people do worship them. They are um, good personified objects of adoration. And from what you can tell, this one is very small, um, very young. And when <laughs> when you come around the corner, you can see it with a cage on its side. Um, it kind of is floating in the cage and like headbutting the cage to kind of push it to shift the cage away from you guys as it's trying to like turn the cage and hide um, from you. No, 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 it's it's okay. Uh, we're we're not here to hurt you. Um, or make you feel afraid. Can can you understand me? You hear the the small voice in your head um, as it it doesn't speak, but it it uses telepathy. Um, it is, um, are are you sure you're not here to hurt me? Because if you're here to hurt me, I will poke you. I will poke you so hard, and and oh you won't like it. It'll be bad. Do we all hear this or just Stitch? Uh, just Stitch. Okay. Oh, because he's the only one that spoke to it so far. I, I believe you. Um, but no, we're not here to hurt you. We're, we're actually here because a friend of ours has sent a few other friends down here to try and clear it out of all of the evil here, and none of them have returned. So we're oh. trying to... Yeah, there's a lot of evil here. Is it yeah, talking to you, Stitch? Uh, Stitch, uh, you, you're right there, son. Kind of talking, but I don't hear a response. Can, can you guys not hear anything? Nope. Hear what? Uh, it. Um. Hopefully, I'm not crazy, and I'm not hearing other voices. I'm just hearing this precious, precious child's voice. <laughs> Hello, precious. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. There's a kid here. What? Just. Uh, I'm right here. Yeah, you, you come around, you can see it. And as it starts to see you guys, it it um, it kind of perks up. Uh, Thosin, are you still out in the hallway, or do you come in to, to look at what they're doing? I'll come in once I see that there's no immediate danger. Okay. So when you come in, like, it's, it's starting to sort of um, liven up. And when it sees the very large Thosin, like, it kind of creeps back. And, um, it, and it asks Clever Stitch again, are you... Uh, are you sure? Because if I have to poke him, I will poke him. I will poke him so hard. I, I know you will. I Thosin, be careful. Uh, this thing has said that it will poke you if you're here to hurt it. Yeah. Same thing to you, Fable, and to you, Tal. No, I'm, I'm here to love it. it. And it and it says uh, it says now in your minds that you can all hear it and. It speaks in the language that you are. That was probably your first language, um, and its its accent is impeccable. It sounds young, but like a familiar a familiar voice. And it's sort of it's got a small like stump of a horn, a unicorn style horn on its head, and it sort of it sort of and like rattles it along the cage, and 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 sort of. Blows, uh, blows like a snort out of its nose, um, and it goes, "Yeah, I, I don't want to, but if I have to, I'll poke you." 
I, I promise none of us are here to hurt you. We're, okay. The the three of these the three of these folks plus four of my friends are upstairs, and we're we're trying to purge this place of its evil. Do There's a lot of evil you? here. I can tell. Yeah. Do you mind? Do you mind if I ask why you're in this cage? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it was. It was supposed to be, I was supposed to, they were supposed to be helping me get back to my family. And then I wasn't sure, I, I think I should have poked them to begin with. I think they were trying to trick me. But um, then they had, you see, they needed help because they're, um, they had a kid, a kid like me. Who, well, I mean, I'm like, who, super old, but still young for my people. But it was young, and it was not doing well. And sometimes we can help people do better. Um, and I had met them, and when I was playing, and then I was gonna get my parents. And so when I went in the house, suddenly the house was not home anymore. And they were like, "Oh, we're gonna help you get home," but our master is really sick, and I would play with him. And but then he never got better. Like he just got sicker, and um, it started to be really freaky. And then the parents—well, no, they're not his parents. They were what were they called? Um, his advisors or um, chancellor, regent, something like that. It was one of those. I don't know. Not that one. Um, it was a. It was a weird word where they were like. He's in charge, but we're helping him be in charge. And I was uh, like, well, then he's not really in charge. With um, like a vizier or something like that. Yeah, I said that. The, not, the, not a regent. Yeah, like a regent. That was the one. So they were like, you know, but he wasn't getting better. And they were looking for help for him to get better. And then he started getting like a lot worse. And he's, he started pulling out my hair. And he would be eating it. And I told them, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to see him anymore. And they were like, yeah, but he's our master. And he's like, he wants to, to see you. And I was like, no. Uh, and then I tried to run away and then they put me in the cage. And then things they would, you know, I don't know, but I remember hearing that the master had, I could hear them talk through the door. And I remember them saying that the master kept getting worse and they were going to try to purify him in the waters. And then um, there was a lot of screaming. And then um, then there was not a lot of noise. Then there was really not a lot of noise for like a long time. And then there were people. And then there was more screaming. And then there was no noise. Then there were the same people, more people, different people. Then there was some more screaming. And then there's been a lot of like shuffling and groaning since then. And then you guys showed up. So I gave all of those the same weight, but that's not really like, like there was more time in there. But it, you know, I've been, it's, I can't even, and like it tries to put its horn up against the wall to like mark out time, but it can't reach the wall. So, you know, I've kind of just been here. Well, I, I, I do have two questions. Okay. Now, the first one, uh, I do apologize uh, if I seemed a little rude at first, but uh, might we have your name? Thank you. 
or if yes. there's something that we can call you. <laughs> uh, my parents used to call me Little Cloud Hopper, so I like to say that I'm Cloud Strider because we lost I I yeah, don't we, we just hop. we just lost Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't save this fucking tiny adorable thing. I will burn this entire campaign to the ground. I will turn this whole show around. I will turn off every camera. I will shut down the whole internet. You can't turn off my camera. I'm not at your house. <laughs> I just... I... Save the baby. So, Cloud, you call me Cloud Strider. I like that one better. Cloud Strider. Right. That, that is... Yeah, that is a very nice name. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Now, uh... The other, well, just continuing introductions, uh, my name is uh, Tauroth. The little uh, bubbly one here is Fable. Hello. Hi, hello. This here is uh, Mr. Clever Stitch. And now the big one, his name is Thozen. Thozen. He's a good guy. He's a really good guy. Okay. He he keeps us safe most of the time. He's our our resident healer. Oh... He got rid of some of the evil things were happening earlier, and some of the bad. He's very good at that. Oh, good. And since we are talking about uh, names, uh, the master that was here, don't suppose you know what his name was? Oh, uh, let me see if I can remember. I used to call him, uh, Ligrin? But I don't know if that was right. They kept trying to tell me it was something else, and I was like, hmm, that looks like a Ligrin to me. So, I don't know. Alright. Um, I... We... We are gonna get you out of this cage. Um, my question to you is, we have to continue on further into this house. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to stay in this room um, while we just for your safety while we continue exploring or would you like us to escort you outside so that you can be with two of our other friends oh I would much I would much rather be outside if I could be outside I would right. I would really like to be outside because I haven't been in, outside in like four or five of those and then it was quiet and then so, like, it, I don't know how long that's been, but that's been... Like, outside sounds really nice. Do uh, they still have outsides? Like, is that... Oh, no, that's good. It's, okay. Um, it's kind of wintry. In oh. The, in the air, at least it, the, the woods seem like it's still winter, even though that's uh-huh. not the season we should be in right now. Oh. Um, oh. Okay. It's It's weird. Um, but we do have two friends that are staying at our camp, a Miss Wolfer and a Mr. Tavish, and, um, they can, you can keep them company. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Are Uh, we sure we trust Tavish around him? I trust trust Wolfer to keep an eye on Tavish. I trust Wolfer. That's true. I I trust that Wolfer can... Keep an eye on Tavish. I mean, uh, if any guys want, I can just speed out there real fast, uh, take a little cl- Cloud Strider over there and just be back. 
if that's yeah. all we want to do. Can I go? I just want to cuddle him and be his new best friend. A 30-minute walk seems like a really good way to bond. Uh, Stitch, Dozen, what do you guys think? Sure, I I don't want to explore further into this house without you. Um, no, it's I fair. Also, but... I don't necessarily want all of us to leave um, in case something happens with our friends upstairs. I know that that's not actually an effect like we're not no yeah anything, but in- here, here here's what i will say um cloud strider lets you know that if you can describe wolfa to him um he can message her once he gets outside and then she can come and meet you at the door oh nice. okay, okay. Um, that and- that that way you guys can put get him somewhere safe um without ruining your your time frame sure um and then is there a lock i assume on the cage there is a lock on the cage yes it is similar to the um it is similar to the cellar door lock it does not look quite as complex um i'll go ahead and break the fourth wall here say a dc of 20 can i if also it it is a smaller lock also i could just melt it for you so you can uh, save. We've broken too many lockpicks already. <laughs> I didn't well, want to risk it. If he can go to the back end of the cage, I can just sort of melt me, the entire thing. Uh, let me try, try and yeah, go for it. Take it first, and then giving you an option because I'm yeah. usually not there. And but we keep breaking shit, and we're gonna have to keep going in. And I don't know how to make ice lockpicks yet, but Fair I know enough. how to do this. Hey, uh, Stitch, before you try that, I'll take the gloves off. Here, oh. put these on first. Oh, thank you. Might help. Are these not... Are, do, do I not do, have to... Do not require attunement. Wonderful. Yeah, gloves of thievery do not require attunement. Okay. Wonderful. A what beautiful moment. It's a plus five to pick and box. Ah, nice. So I have a plus 11. Hell yeah. Um, do-do-do-do. A 21. There you go. Oh. Just barely, but yeah, you 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 immediately understand why Tauroth had such a hard time on the other one. There is um, sort of a twisting depth uh, to these locks that belies the need for almost a living wood nature to kind of twist and turn in there. And you very similarly are holding it. You actually get to hold more of the of the end of the pick because it is a smaller lock and you, but you do still sort of twist and turn in there and it's going to fight you for just a moment. And then you think you're going to have to break them and, and you feel the, the click and the latch just a little bit. And then it twists and, and falls apart. Oh, oh goodness. That was, I, I now fully understand your troubles earlier. Um, thank you yeah. for these gloves. Have them back. Sweet. Um, all right, Cloud Strider. Um, let's let's get you on outside. Okay, and it um, sort of pops out of the of the cage and stands up. Um, so he, yeah, it, it's he's short, sort of the size of a large dog. Um, he looks a little malnourished. Um, his legs are a little thin, but he he does kind of prance around very. Um, very much like a pony, and oh, there are moments uh, he 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 prefers to kind of stretch at the moment because okay. he's been in a cramped <laughs> space for a bit. Um, but he'll like nuzzle you, 
you do see when when he's he can sort of step on air and when he does little um puffs they're not quite cartoon like but they're very stylistic clouds of Aww. with like a, a very big spiral to them and he, he can sort of step on those uh for a few steps at a time and then he's back on the ground um but yeah he he does uh he follows you guys outside you don't um you don't run into any trouble through the rooms that you had cleared back and and away and when he sees the the um zombie gore it is um it's a weird sort of chaotic mix of like being grossed out and and fascinated but also being sad because he knew these people before they were zombies um and and so he's kind of like he's kind of processing that um well you're not sure gender of the kiran um it's very young so uh you guys do get it out and as um he goes ahead and lets you know that through the the through the double doors is where the um the well is uh down that hallway so right. um the, i i hate asking this of you because you've been cramped up so much but do you have any uh, any ability that you can give out that any boon that you could give us to help us ensure that all the evil gets purged? Oh, um, I mean, my parents used to be able to give out stuff, like, all the time. That was one of the things that we would do, is we would, you know, be able to ride around and, and bring people blessings and stuff. And, like, that used to be really fun, and I want to be able to do that again. But, um, let so me... If you can't. Um, roll a percentile for me. All right. All of us, or just one? Ju- just one. I just need one. A 66. 66. Okay. So, he is going... It, they, they are going to... When they get... Um, when they get outside, sort of takes in a deep breath. Okay. Um, hmm. let me see. And uh, on its little cloud strider hooves is gonna is gonna um, burst out the door, and you can see this sort of trail of silver um, behind it as it just takes like this very rapid lap, um, trying to um, find something in and around one of the trees, and it's gonna grab one of a. Um, Hmm. It's going to grab one of the um, oak leaves that has had long since fallen. That was kind of brown, and you watch when it picks it up in its in its mouth. It turns back green, and he um, brings it over and puts it down and like pokes it with his horn. And you watch sort of the luster of of his scales um, go just a little duller as he, he puts what magic he can into it 
Um, he goes, and you can see they seem very tired afterwards, and they sort of slump down on the on on their fours and sit down and kind of nudge it towards you. There you go. That should protect you for like a minute, but you know, um, just chew on it when you're ready. So, um, as a as a bonus action, you can chew on the leaf, and it'll cast protection from good and evil um, on you. All right. Uh, thank you. Um, this is this is beyond helpful. I I appreciate it. Um, thank you for. Well, helping us, um, but of course. Well, thank you for letting me out of the cage and not making me poke you. <laughs> that would have it would have been a bad, bad thing to I'm sure. Um, yes, Wolfa should be here any minute. Um, okay, you you see Wolfa coming up, and and she rec- she sees the creature. She doesn't really know what it is, but she gets the idea that one, it's small and needs to be protected, and um, and looks tired. And so it like it tries to stand up and uh, no, don't worry about it, little thing. Come here. And she kind of scoops him up, and she goes, "How's how's that?" He's like, "I, I don't really." He goes, "Okay." And she'll sling it over her shoulders, like it was kind of a like a dog or a venison or something. Yeah. And so it's like, well, at least I can see this way. I like it up here. It's like, all right. Good luck, you guys. And Thank you. Keep and him so safe. Keep him. Keep it so safe. She gives you the thumbs up as she as she walks away. And that I think is where we are going to end for tonight. Um, we're going to pick up with the other team tomorrow. We're going to see what they're doing while you guys are down here, um, seeing what's going on with this. We might do double disasters next week. We might only do one. Uh, we'll we'll see what it what what's up. What people's schedules do allow, um, but I don't want to try to force our way through the last um, through the last bit, the last fight. It may not be a long episode if we do two next week, or we might be able to move on to something else, because um, the last fight, the last room isn't super bad, but it might be longer than I expect, so we'll who see. knows. Yeah, we will see. Um, everybody feel good about tonight? I think tonight went pretty well. Yeah. My emotions. <laughs> My emotions. Oh, God. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I hope everybody at home enjoyed it. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, stick with us all week. We're going to be doing a lot of this. It's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow night. More disasters and danger. Same campaign. Same uh, group. Different players. Uh, the other side of the story what is happening upstairs with the regents and everything like that. So that is going to be something that we're going to, we're going to dig into tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, we've got Star Chasers New Horizons. That's going to be our, that is our sci-fi show. It's our ongoing sci-fi show. So last week they just made it planet side, big thing happening there. Thursday night, one night in wild Mount uh, Friday night, um, it's going to be a 5th edition game I think midnight uh, my update for midnight we shall see um, and then Saturday probably Dragon Age we'll find Yay. out about that a lot of fun Sunday. 
Something for Cody's birthday. We're not sure. Something for my birthday. So, um, good times all the way around, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, Do you guys have anything you want to add? Oh, we do have our giveaway. Tell them about the giveaway. On Thursday, we are going to be giving away. It is the Rainbow Eye Tyrant. Because I can't see Boulder. Um, The Rainbow Eye Tyrant dice tray. It can hold four sets of dice around the rim and then has a tray open at the uh, in the middle for rolling. It is gorgeous. It has a lid for carrying places. Um, all fabric lined inside. Um, I think it's velvet. Um, it's gorgeous. Absolutely stunning. So we're going to be giving that away live. Don't forget, if you want to be entered automatically into all giveaways without having to watch us live, just uh, enter over your Patreon, um, which is all patrons, no matter their level, are automatically going to be entered in every single giveaway. So that's a really fun perk for you, even at a dollar a month. We do have some patron stuff that is going to be coming out for our higher levels. Um, Tyroth's been working uh, on... Mars has been working on a bunch of subclasses. And what uh, my big goal for the week is going to be finally releasing uh, the first version of the Lunarchist. From campaign campaign one, uh, the prestige class of the Lunarchist, which 5th edition doesn't have prestige classes, but this one uh, is designed to be one and to be usable by members of all classes um it just sort of enhances things that you get there so um that's my big goal for the for the week i've been wanting yeah. to do that uh for a year and now's we're gonna we're gonna do it it's gonna it's happen time. it's time um so thank you guys thank you so much for tonight thank you for the past uh past few years i'm gonna be saying that all week and we appreciate it um we're gonna say good night and we will see you next time. But until then, be cool. Yeah.